0: Welcome to the monster mash I mean, well, kaiju film I mean I... <laughs> okay I, okay. <laughs>
1: I think these are American kaiju films almost
0: sorry <laughs> Eric, why do you think these are kaiju films? I've said
1: it before it, the structure of the live action Transformer movies is very similar to like this typical Godzilla fare
0: hmm everybody keep that in mind when watching this one so we're back, Caleb. We've we, we've returned after a bit of time.
2: Yeah, we took a little break over the holidays and got back to some Godzilla, but yeah, now we're jumping back over the Transformers train. And I can't say I'm excited because we're doing <laughs> Avengers of the Fallen, but I'm excited to get to the other Transformers stuff. So
0: you're saying this is the bottom point and it's all uphill from here.
2: Disagree. <laughs> or after after here. Yeah, I, I I would agree with that statement, yeah disagree. Yeah, this is just the hurdle we have to climb over to get some more interesting stuff.
0: Okay.
2: But I'm curious to hear why, Eric. I'm curious to hear why as we go through this, because, yikes. Uh, <laughs> I'm not saying it's
1: a masterpiece, I just don't think it's the bottom of the barrel of the Transformers live action, is all I'm saying.
0: With that, ladies and gentlemen, those in between, please get your legally, legally, whatever you want to call it, purchase copies of this, where you can find it digitally or physically. Good time, step zero, Eric. You you may do it, please. All
1: right. Um, on the word out, Autobots, roll
2: out.
0: Got it, confirmed.
2: Yeah, there's a little Bobby in the in the water there. I forget what those things are called. The
0: lure. Um, well, I think the lure, the bait, the bait's no, in that's
2: there. That's the. Is that the? I don't forget what that's called. Well, I'm, I'm yes. not a. I'm no fisherman.
0: I am but... not a fisherman either.
2: Yeah, I forgot.
0: Uh, I haven't fished since I was eight years old.
2: Yeah, it was about the same for me. I think I was nine. Oh, yeah. I was like, really, what does the
0: SKG mean? It's once it's Spielberg. Um, what's that guy's name from Disney and then made DreamWorks. And then G, I don't remember who the G is.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've got no clue. But I will say the Paramount Stars with the Transformer sound, that's some great stuff in terms of sound design.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot to mention Caleb. I mean I've mentioned this many times, but this is the movie that I saw the trailer for last airbender 4 Oh god. Lore float they show, balls. They because it's Paramount,
2: so four footballs. Lore float balls. Ah. Oh, oh. Yeah, here we go. Is this uh ten thousand BC?
0: It's the same year. It's seventeen
2: K uh, BC, I think. Yeah. CE now. I feel like maybe it was the year year prior. I think ten thousand B C. Q in two thousand eight. Or no B C E. Excuse me. You might be right on that. Was that Emmerich as well? Oh, the slow motion stuff. Seems like it should be a trailer. Full motion. Yeah, that was Emmerich. Wow, I didn't know. (laughs) There's one.
1: There's one Caucasian guy in the tribe. (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah, there was. And they jumped over the rocks. Um, man. Okay, when when this stuff first came out, you know, I saw all these at the movies. Every single one. Pretty much over the weekend. And to start off like this, it makes me think, oh man, we're going to get into some new lore. Um, you know, oh. who knows the significance of this? And then it would just be done again and again in, in the other sequels and
2: all for nothing, mm-hmm. practically. Um, yep. Ugh. What is yeah, this? What a stupid thing to repeat because. What- what it is doesn't what doesn't add anything? I was
0: gonna say, what what is this? The be- or not the beginning? Is this uh, Fantastic Planet?
2: Oh boy, um, I'm I'm missing the reference, but <laughs> Ohms, uh, uh drags. <laughs> I uh no okay, well... <laughs> I guess I can just because of the height comparison, but so we're in Shanghai. Yeah, and right off the bat, I think this movie looks quite a bit worse than the last one. Well, why do you say that? Um, I just think it looks a lot more flat. It, it and it just kind of—it's got that same filter look to it, but it just—it doesn't have any sort of life to it. I feel
0: same cinematographer. Is
2: that a question or a statement? Um, no, I don't think so. Ah, uh, question. Oh, yeah, no, it's a different one. I have, to, I have to look that up.
1: Um, but this is like the the final days of this. Process look that that had a good run like for a decade not obviously not just in transformers but across all the the big budget movies this is like the dying days of that
2: yeah and i'm not saying it looks horrible it just i thought the first movie looked great this one is just it's got kind of a drab look to it now
1: get ready for uh last night uh, the flattest
2: looking of oh. all the live action <laughs> movies that's very fair yeah, and I do remember being in the theater and getting excited by a lot of this stuff, and also being excited by that that opening. I was like, "Oh, okay, that sounds like we're going to do some more different stuff, and maybe spend some time."
1: And I don't know when it's, I don't know when the pandering to foreign markets started, uh, but this is before I was fully aware that they would use Chinese and Asian locations, um, you know, for the international mm. audience. Thing. This is before I was very conscious of it intentionally. Yeah, that would have
2: been the same for me.
1: Also, it was still loud because now China has cut it all off like in the last, you know, like very recently.
0: Interesting. So
1: I'm wondering if, wondering if they're going to stop doing that now in the American
2: Hollywood movies. Oh, they've like cut off. Hey, you can't use uh, that language. You have to only use English. And again, this, this stuff sounds great on a sound system. That's the one thing I can praise about this movie is I still think the sound design's great. But almost everything else. Probably like
1: Skywalker Sound or something. Um,
2: (laughs) Spare no expense.
1: When these movies came out, especially the first two, um, both of them, these were the biggest, best blockbuster in terms of visuals and sound. There was nothing better at the time. Dark Knight. Mm, Dark Knight. We'll see. Okay, Dark Knight's epic looking and everything, but it's you know it's largely practical effects, you know, which is cool, which is good. But when it comes to like effects and just going completely bonkers overboard, like they spared no expense um, with these. With the, like this, this was man, this is like the most you could do with like unlimited credit card or whatever. Um, this is what it would buy you in in two thousand eight, two thousand nine.
2: Yeah, it all amounts to nothing. It's not, it's not nothing in terms of visuals. Well, like, it does, it's visual noise to me. I don't. I'm not really impressed by any of it because it's just okay. I, I find it kind of irritating to watch. Okay, I agree with that.
1: But what I'm saying is, this CGI stuff. There, there was nothing to compare it to. I, I mean, we can, you know. You know, we can complain about, like, the shaky cam and how it's hard to follow the action because everything's, like, so fast. But just in terms of, like, the realism of the CGI and it not looking fake-o, Transformers, especially the first two movies, they were just, like, nothing was close. Like, compare this to, like, the Star Wars stuff or the Lord of the Rings stuff. It obviously predated it. But still, this was, like, the best you could do at that moment in time.
2: Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think of other movies to compare, but I wasn't really watching a lot of blockbusters at this time. This is actually when I started to turn on blockbusters. So I was like, Oh, they're just these bloated pieces of crap with barely any plot, uninteresting characters, and just CGI overload. And that was mainly that coming from this movie.
1: <laughs> the other reason I know it, it was good is because obviously we're in 2022 right now and this stuff holds up. I'm talking just, just the effects. Like, you're not like, oh, look how dated this is. It's dated in terms of style and cinematography, but it's not dated like in the actual visual, like it. Because there's movies that come out now that, that don't look this good in the CGR department because they like they're on a budget or whatever. Yeah, MCU movies. <laughs> uh, you know, you're not wrong about that. If you choose like bad scenes from modern MCU mm-hmm. movies, you're not wrong.
2: Yeah, and this isn't like turning on uh, Matrix Reloaded, in watching that that. Uh, well, what scene is that when Neo's fighting like the thousand uh, Smiths? Like that stuff just looks terrible.
1: Oh, it's really bad, and they hyped it
2: up so bad before that movie came out. Because... Oh yeah, <laughs> they, they were like selling the movie on that in a way. Yes, it, and God, then you look at it now, fighting. and it's like holy crap.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: but the, this stuff holds up.
1: Now, in the first movie, because I watched it on 4K like in the last year. You can see minor little... Like, they had not perfected it yet. Like, um, like there's mm-hmm. little bits of the CG. But this, I mean, they've already, like... They've improved greatly uh, on this one compared to the first. Just like, um, even though people don't really care for the second Jurassic Park movie, like the way they do for the first yeah. one, but if you just judge the effects only, they are so advanced um, in the sequel compared to the original.
2: Oh, really? I remember them breaking down quite a bit because they started to over rely on the CGI. The first movie was very sparing with CGI.
1: Yes. Well, and because, yeah, because there was only like I forget what the number is. It's like there's eight minutes or something of CGI, like in the whole first movie. And you're like, what the hell? And that's because, you know, it didn't look (laughs) great. So they didn't want to show a ton of it. But yeah, so they
2: focus more on the practical mixed with it than the second yes, one. They just yes. went whole hog with the CGI. And it does not does not hold up. Yeah, well
1: it was a lot better. I'm not I'm not saying it was perfect, but it was a lot better if you really look at the dinosaur the CGI dinosaurs. And it was even better than the third movie, but nobody saw that. I saw in the
2: theater. Oh, <laughs> my first movie boy. I ever saw in the theater. Oh my god. I know. Oh, my god. <laughs> My That's parents were one. against it for religious reasons. I had to convince them. That's a weird one. For your first one, I was a gigantic Jurassic Park fan. That's
0: actually the one I miss
2: at the theater. But anyway, well, the parents are back.
0: How are you guys like the How do you guys like the movie here? <laughs>
2: yeah, the parents are back. Yeah, I complained a ton about this woman here, the mom, in the first movie, and she was pretty bad in the first movie. But the reason I was going so hard is because she's just miserable in this, and I just can't stand her after her performance in this movie. I don't know if you guys feel the same way or (laughs) probably not, but Uh,
1: I just, I kind of like the comic relief of the parents in the first movie. And now I'm just like, okay, we don't, we don't need too much. We don't need it. Uh, Yeah. Yeah.
2: This, oh my God. Isaac, did you pre-watch this one today? Did you get a chance? I did. Uh, Yeah, I did.
0: So I guess I'm going to, okay, well first you, what what were you going to ask me?
2: Oh, I was just uh wondering if you if you'd seen the the college sequences with her recently. Um, oh, but I guess you have. Yeah.
0: Um, well, that's not what I want to talk about because I kind of want to sure. actually talk about Transformers here because I guess I'm the only person here who's going to talk about <laughs> the Transformers. Um, uh, not to say I think Eric's a bigger fan than I am, but I just want to talk uh, about like some of the new people we saw because we actually are introduced to. So, I like to set up um about that the. Maybe, maybe not so much oh, the the best shot of the movie. Anything, sorry. sorry. Yeah. Oh what? the sorry, best sorry, shot of the ahead. movie. Best shot. But go on. Uh, the motorcycle or. Well, okay.
2: Wow. Uh, I think you know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's an okay motorcycle. I still like the one from Age of Ultron better.
2: But Transformers.
0: Yeah, Transformers. So we have uh, basically the G.I. Joe guys and, you know bland marines or air force guys that caleb called in the last movie um have joined up with the uh, autobots from all over the world and they're basically are gonna hunt down decepticons i think that's a cool idea i feel like i don't know if that's Mm -hmm. been in other media up to this point i could uh, i I wouldn't begin to tell you that wasn't in any of the armada stuff or unicron trilogy that was not exactly in animated at this point and this was like the third i think the third season of yeah, the third season of animated was just coming on at this point. And so I think that's a cool idea. But for as for like new Transformers, we saw in that we saw Sideswipe, uh, who was the Autobot. Uh, I couldn't begin to tell you because both Sideswipe and Sideways, the Decepticon, basically look the same. Like they could you could literally call them brothers and, and it'd be nothing uh it'd be nothing new. But Sideswipe,
1: he was a silver corvette. Is that what he was? I believe. S-
0: Sideswipe was the Silver Corvette. Sideswipe or Sideways was the Infinity or Audi. Excuse me. The, the
2: oh, Audi. Like, oh man! Make it even harder to tell them apart. <laughs> similar name, similar. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, it's geez. funny because
0: Sideswipe is either a Decepticon in some previous continuities or he's an Autobot. I'm um, not too familiar with him and his personality, but Sideways is usually an uh out Al- uh, an acolyte emissary of Unicron. Uh, but here he's just a Decepticon, and he's basically a jobber, initially. So, uh, do you want
2: to say anything about the scene? It just, it's a repeat of the, the end of that first movie, and or I guess maybe not at the end, but I still don't get where the weapons and stuff comes from. But, well, that's, that's that fair.
0: I mean, maybe they weaponize I don't know, they just they, they automatically weaponize themselves. I, I could be wrong yeah. on that. I guess it's just part of the DNA
1: like why do we have white blood cells? I mean, as animals or mammals, it just comes with the package. And I guess it just comes Oh, well, I
2: just don't get how you turn a blender into like little mini rockets. Oh, fart choke. There we go. Uh, that's fair. It's the all spark. I mean,
1: it's partially magic, but I mean, it literally brings inanimate objects to life.
2: It's quantum
0: physics, no, just kidding. Um, let's see. We have Oh yeah, the big the big guy, the big guy that was in that other scene. Hmm. We have Demolisher. Uh, who doesn't usually look like how demolisher looked or at least the one i'm familiar with is in uh Arbata and or beginning of energon before he became uh just devastator i don't i remember what they made him into but but yeah demolisher was that big uh, excavator machine and whatnot basically yeah, that was cool signals you know oh i will the fallen this is not your plan anymore to the autobots and the fallen are coming whatever that means or whoever it means and demolisher was at least in the Armada cartoon i remember him being this um, this kind of a standard soldier foot soldier he got he almost kind of looks like a generic foot soldier you almost say he's like brawling away uh, following orders but he wasn't uh, maybe not the brightest tool in the shed but he certainly would follow orders and oh my God. do what he could so uh, other than that, we also have the RC twins. Uh, it's kind of a shame cuz RC actually oh, was a triplet. The they're triplets. triplets. They say they say twins yeah, but they say in, twins. but <laughs> in this it's triplets. It's so weird. I thought they were all going to combine into like RC herself. From, they do. Like, the, oh, uh, I was thinking
2: they're supposed to. Yeah, the animated movie, right?
0: Yeah, in the animated movie she's an actual character. I was like, "Was she?"
2: Yeah. Yeah, I kept wondering if that's what they were talking about, but I was like, "I don't remember her having three other ones." But No,
0: nah, they adapt they adapted her to become like twins and triplets for some reason and yeah. again i thought they were going to combine her i thought we were actually going to see combination bots
1: <laughs> they literally they called her
0: a combiner yeah literally i thought she was going to be a combiner at some point but not really because we saw the first two guys Mudflap and what's that other guy's name um yeah what the heck is that guy's name yeah, mom
2: was so shrill during all these scenes she's just in the dogs humping it's like, do you really need this kind of crass? Yeah, skids and mud humor? flap, which that's a whole other story. Suck my popsicle. It started with two. Like already, we've had so much crude humor. I
1: watched a little bit of the of the making, and it's totally my. It's all that stuff is Michael Bay and Michael Bay's humor oh, yeah. that he injected. Um, the humping, like all that stuff. Freebie best humor,
3: <laughs> but
1: there's some more about that. Up, I'll, I'll I'll talk later. But no, the reason I don't get. I don't get too much into the trans. I mean, I did at the time when the movies were new, the first two, but the reason I don't even think about it much anymore is because what they did, Orsi and Kurtzman and, and everyone else on the creative side, especially on these first two, they did like the opposite of what like Favreau and Filoni did with uh, Mandalorian and all that other stuff that they made in Star Wars. They did the exact opposite,
2: which is. Just to interrupt briefly. I, I can't stand this scene here where him and Bumblebee are having this emotional moment and we just keep cutting to her stripping. It's like, wow, just talk about completely undercutting any sort of impact. But sorry, I just had to, to point that out. No, no, you're fine. You're fine. Um.
1: So all so, so felonian and Favreau, they like to look at all the Star Wars Legends stuff and all the stuff that's out there and then they'll pick something and then They'll respectfully start to include it and fold it into canon and blah, blah, blah. And, and you know, keep it true to, like, its source material to a degree. Um, but with this, it's completely different. They have all – they had all – I got some of this from watching some of the special features earlier today. Um, so they have all the Transformers lore. They have all these books and comics and different series to refer to. And they have some experts who would feed – This stuff to like Orsi and Kurtzman and the other people. Well, there was this thing in Armada, there was this thing in the animated movie. You could, and then they just like pick and choose like a la carte, but then they just completely, like, what do you call it? Um, um, Repurpose it. You know what I mean? Oh, there was this thing here. Well, let's just grab that, but not like take any of the lore of it or where it came from or how that character was established, but it's just all kind of like how they made those models in the original Star Wars, how they just got model kits and just took bits and pieces and just put them all back together. However they wanted. That's pretty much the approach they had with all these transformer toys like in front of them. They just mix and matched all the Lego kits and like nothing makes any sense. Just that it looked cool in this cartoon, this toy looked cool. And then, so I don't even try to follow it. You know, because it's just, you know, it's kind of like, there's only like really, there's only four they try to keep real. So there's like, I mean, what, Starscream, Megatron, Optimus, and Bumblebee. You know, those are only four who barely resemble their characters as we know them. Everything else is just like a miss, like this. And also Soundwave. Like sound yeah, but I mean, the only thing that makes it Soundwave is it has to do with communications, but it doesn't look like Soundwave, doesn't talk like Soundwave, no, doesn't know. have. Okay, it does have, uh, what's it, whatchamacallit?
0: It? It well, that is That is Frank Welker.
2: Yeah, so.
3: Ugh.
2: Oh, doing the voice. Mm. Yeah, that sounds like a great way to piss off your fan base. Just give completely cheap, meaningless fan service that doesn't even connect. Like, what? <laughs> yeah.
1: Ugh. God, it was painful. It's painful. Oh, like, but we're oh, getting started, started
2: on... Because we've, uh, yeah, we've talked over so many things I wanted to mention, but there was a bit earlier on when um, Optimus Prime kills that giant uh, demolisher guy, demolisher. And that's like the first sign of the extreme brutality towards the Transformers that we get in this movie. All Decepticons. And I thought it was and I, and I thought it was kind of a like it doesn't get it gets worse. But I was like, oh, like some of this stuff doesn't really feel necessarily appropriate for kids. It's so violent. But I guess they're like, ah, it's Transformers. So, like, uh, who cares? They're just robots. But I don't know. I think it's kind of disturbing.
0: That is the quota and or the mandate they had for 86 of, like, as long as there's no, like, red blood,
2: have at her. Yeah, well, I find it unpleasant, but...
1: (laughs) And then Isaac uh, mentioned, like, the inclusion of, like, the U.S. military and folding in with the Autobots. And it is kind of cool, but it is also straight out of the Michael Bay playbook um, for many mm-hmm. most of his movies prior to this. But partly because he likes it, but also because you know it works. You know he gets to play with all the military toys and put all that stuff in. You know he gets their um, what do you call it their blessing. You know gets to save some money by you know working with the military. And I think I mentioned this to Kayla before. Back when these movies came out, especially the first two. This the the putting the American soldiers and all that stuff, especially back in two thousand six two thousand nine, plays very well with American or played well at the time with American audiences and like like enhanced the experience of the movie at the time. Um, so it was just like a win win situation all the way around for Michael Bay.
2: Yeah, and I will say in in retrospect, it's quite humorous to see where they take that in last night were I guess you haven't seen Isaac, so no. I won't spoil anything, yeah. but the dynamic changes very dramatically. <laughs> but but go ahead. Sorry, I think I interrupted you.
1: <laughs> no, no, that was it. That's all I wanted to say about that for now. It
2: was just, it was it was very smart at the time. Played very well,
1: like with American audiences, myself
2: included. Yeah, it never worked for me. I always thought this stuff was so dull. It's these military characters, I mean there's there's really nothing to them especially the two guys who returned from that first movie. Like there's no character. I don't get why they brought them back except for just recognizable well, faces. Even him too. They brought, I guess it's like, the same with the role. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. They brought
1: him, they brought back a bunch more than just two. No, oh, I don't even remember them. Cause yeah, they're so forgettable. <laughs> the general, he was like a captain or major in the first movie. The one that they had just shown in like the command center.
0: You know, guy from guy who's in everything, guy who's in Godzilla eighty nine. That guy,
2: well, the back of his head right there. Him, he was in Godzilla eighty nine. Yeah, ninety eight. Sorry, ninety eight. You always get me. Confused. Sorry, no, I, that's that's me. That's me. I, I full <laughs> paw there. Whoops. Him and Kevin Dunn. Yeah, no, it's, it's a regular uh, trailer reunion here, bud. A little reunion. This is another thing. I'm surprised this isn't directed by Roland Emmerich. In these Michael Bay Transformer movies, just like classic Doctor Who. What
0: would a Roland Emmerich Transformer movie look like? Probably not yeah. any better. <laughs> just like uh, this. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be similar. It'd probably be... Way che- too similar.
1: Even cheesier with the human stuff. Um,
2: or corn. But is it
0: written by Orsi and Kurtzman? That's the question. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it'd actually probably be better because it wouldn't be filled with such like ugly humor. There's that?
1: Oh, well, that's true. It wouldn't have that. Um. So the guy in the suit,
2: this guy. Oh yeah, yeah. Hard guy, the Obama representative guy.
1: I'm just saying. Um, it's oh, it's of multiple these transformer movies. The guy who's like the annoying representative from the government or whatever who's trying to shut everything down has all the wrong idea. The bureaucrat yeah,
2: Simmons was the uh, was the guy from the first one. Yeah, standing in the way of those good military guys. You know. Just let them keep acting their way. It's the government who's the evil ones. And yeah,
0: pretty uh, familiar trope. The man who was in command. I got the I got the authority here. Darn bureaucrats yeah. and the red tape and whatnot. First it was Simmons, now it's this guy. Oh, just saying, in you know, 70s
1: Doctor Who did the same thing. There was always uh, someone from Parliament yeah. trying yeah. to muck everything from up. The, the ministry. Yeah, an MP, uh, member of Parliament.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah I forgot about this. Um my first complaint my first big complaint of the movie is uh, Bumblebee. Oh god. You established last time that he could talk and mm-hmm. you retconned it now he can't. So that's strike 1, except once. That is strike- he has like
2: one line where he speaks in his regular voice. Does he? Yeah, he says whatever. <laughs> oh, when they're uh, okay, still well. before the house gets destroyed, yeah, he says that. <laughs> oh, okay, I just I, and then okay. um are you sure it wasn't I'm in sure video? buffs like No, you, you could tell it was his same kind of because it sounds the same as those like squeaks and things that he makes.
0: Okay. He goes, well,
2: Whatever. And then he's like, hey, you know, <laughs> we still gotta work on your voice box later. So and then they never addressed it again.
0: Bumblebee's lines as spoken by Ryan were cut from the final movie, but one scene where his voice could be heard was in a promotional video created by Oh wow. What the heck? Alright, whatever. Anyway, sorry, continue, guys my apologies
1: Oh well I don't we had a conversation a long time ago about this movie and I'll remind y'all if you don't remember So go ahead when they when they started working on this movie, um, the infamous writing strike of 2008 was about to happen in Hollywood. So Alex Kerman and Orsian, and whoever, they had three weeks to come up with as much as they could for this whole entire movie in terms of story and writing. And so in those three weeks, mm. all they got were, like, the broad the broad strokes of, of the story, like the main points. We got to hit this point in the movie, this point, this point, this point, this point. Very broad. Um, and so Michael Bay had, like, a skeleton of a screenplay to work with um, when they actually started shooting. Three weeks later, and then, boom, no more writing from the official writers. And so then supposedly Michael Bay started filling in like a lot of that dialogue and stuff. And that's where you get even more dumb Mm. Michael Bay jokes. And like, um, like all these, like I saw them in the making features where he's like, okay. And then I want like this person to say this about the balls or whatever, or I want the dog to hump this. He's like, Oh, that's going to be so funny. It's going to be so funny. Like it's literally the making, like when he's like coming up with that stuff. Um, Oh, wow. So keep that in mind with this movie. That makes it very unique that they were, they barely had a script as they started shooting this thing. Um, they're just yeah. kinda, and that's why they also filled in a lot of time with action. And I learned the same thing happened to quantum of solace James Bond at the same time. Cause it was made at the same time as movie, and the same thing happened where they didn't really have a full script for quantum of solace and they just had a lot of action instead same same thing happened to both movies
2: yeah and uh same thing also happened to iron man and look how that turned out compared to this (laughs) that's a better film than this oh Oh, yeah miles miles better (laughs) no no doubt about that but yeah that's that makes a lot of sense because this has always felt like michael bay just completely untamed in terms of his kind of grotesque nature in terms of his humor (laughs) Grotesque nature. So yeah, I guess yeah, no one was on the reins. He was just every scene.
0: Hey, it's the main bad guy from season one of Daredevil. Or Daredevil, sorry, of Iron Fist. What am I saying?
2: Oh, this guy here?
1: Him? He, he was the guy in that? Yeah. Oh.
0: Yeah, his uh his like his I guess second in command not second in command, but the protagonist or whatnot. Oh, I think he's like part of the dote or
1: I don't know. I can't it's been a long time since I saw that.
0: Uh he's part of the other people. He's part of the cult let's put it that way in that in that first season oh interesting i don't remember what happens to him but yeah I, caleb caleb doesn't know because he didn't watch it no i didn't didn't watch that
2: but this character here this becomes like a staple for the the rest of these movies there's yes. always a character like this yes yeah just gets dragged into it doesn't want to be there and it's like completely obnoxious comic relief. oh the first movie too like all of them all of them yeah yeah but just not with sam or whoever the lead is steering it. Just like Hard I Just like, Oh God, here's where with the brownies. Oh no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Speak your rage. Yeah. Okay. So Sam's going to college after two years later. It's kind of interesting that they continued this story. I'll, I'll say that. I don't know if he was interested in robotics. That'd be hilarious if he was, or if like the transformers, like the, the, his experience with the Autobots, um, made him interested in some field of study that relates to them i don't know that's probably not the best idea i don't know if this i forget what his character was from g1 but like it'd just be i i don't know i'm just trying to like come up with something here to like say he was just oh you mean spike from g1 is that what you're talking about well is Spike his dad or is he Sam or um Jeez, what was that kid's name? In oh the movie? no, his name
1: was Spike. Um I in Gen Run. Gen One, the one who was like a teenager in Gen One.
0: But wasn't he also Sparkplug or is that somebody is that his dad? I think that's his dad. That's his dad. That's his dad. Okay, is that Sparkplug? Plug. Or is Spike. Daniel. Daniel's his son. That's that's who it is. Okay. Yeah, and that's when Spike grows up to be like a man. Yeah, and Daniel's in eighty six. Right.
2: But, but like Sam? I say... Go ahead.
0: Yeah, go ahead. Kip, Go ahead.
2: This stuff with her is like a nightmare, like a living nightmare for me. <laughs> like it's so, <laughs> I I had to turn it off and take like a twenty minute break. I was watching this earlier. By
0: the way, which school is this? I have to ask. I'll
2: look it up
1: because they actually went to a bunch of different colleges looking for like the right one that they wanted to do. They
0: like, said it's the East Coast. So is it like it's not Harvard? It can't be Harvard. And also you said like, well, forty thousand dollars a year or something, or four thousand. I don't remember what it was. That's that
1: forty thousand is is. I mean, it could have been in 2009. It's a lot more expensive these days. I mean, all the schools.
0: Um, Most certainly is cheaper to find it. No, no, it's not cheaper to live in Vancouver. No, it's, it's it's probably cheaper to go to college than go to live in Vancouver.
2: Oh, but on the college thing, um, I like the direction that they take him in in the third movie. I always saw this one. It was kind of weird that he's just like trying to go back and pretend he has a normal life and like, Go have the college experience. Something about that, it feels like he should have been more changed as a character after that first movie. Like I feel like he should be more serious too, not his same like ridiculous kind of silly cartoon self. Oh. I feel like there should have been some sort of progression. Oh, Shia! Yeah, well, there was
1: a progression, except it was with the real Shia LaBeouf becoming more crazy and more manic the older
2: he got. By the way, these two transformers kind
1: of cool looking effects wise.
2: Okay, who is this? These two are my favorite thing in the whole movie.
1: These two. By the way, it was a combination of the University of Pennsylvania and Princeton that they used for the shooting. But they never mentioned the name, the name of the school
2: in the movie. This stuff makes me think of that old THX little uh, opening that they would do. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: You're absolutely right. Okay, this is... Oh, who is this? I think it's Ravenger. Yeah, this stuff's really cool. Yeah, it is Ravager. Okay, it is Ravager. Not not this guy. Uh, this guy, according to the wiki, is Raidman? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's that's it. well, it's a, it's a microcon, so it's like mini, mini cons. That's that's pretty cool. And they like call what it was. They um congregate. Uh, what's that thing? Congregate to like create a single unit or transform and merge to make a single. Unit. So it's basically Frenzy 2.0.
2: Uh, well yeah except without the stupid voice
1: but they also look like the hive or whatever it was from star trek beyond
0: yeah that's true that's another that's a good point mm-hmm. also paramount
2: oh yeah but i think this one kind of reminds me of like a xenomorph like it looks like he was like the small little dog one from alien three or maybe something out of alien Covenant. i was
0: thinking more of like a mini t-rex <laughs> a mini 2d t-rex yeah
2: something about the tail just makes things of xenomorphs that stuff's really cool when we see it just straight from behind you can barely see it
0: yeah where it actually makes sense that this guy could like infiltrate almost by the way there's still for i forgot to mention in the, in this universe there's still um i guess i don't know doing a better job but like they're trying to remain have the transformers remain a secret from the entire world unlike you know <laughs> iron man where i am iron man no secret identities in that surprised they got away with the blood on the screen there yeah, that's true. It almost looks like uh like the the frame burnt, eh?
2: <laughs> yeah, a little bit. That'd be kind of funny. But that that other whatever that other one was was super cool too. Looked like a panther or something. Love all that stuff. Yeah,
1: it was Rampage. Every now and then, you know, there's a, a transform I think that looks cool in the live actions. Like I think Rampage looked kinda cool, but generally speaking, especially these these little Decepticon, there was the other one in the first movie. They look like they're like made out of razor oh. blades or something, like all sharp and weird. Never a fan of all that weird design. Like, I'm one of the people who just wish they looked more like the solid robots of, um, like the mm-hmm. cartoons rather than Don't all worry,
0: the... I'm here with you, brother.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know.
1: Yeah, so I never not really care for all, especially the ones that look sharp and like way too many pieces. Never a fan. Yeah, of like
0: R- Red- Redman before, he was he was like just a razor blade or a shuriken, like, but I guess moving almost like animated.
2: Yeah, and that's, that's again, one of the things that warms me to the other films. Because later, once we get to the Mark Wahlberg stuff, I feel like they start to move away from some of these designs a little bit more. Which helps. Except I don't know what Ravager turns into.
1: We'll see. It's been a while since I've seen the Wahlbergs.
0: So, uh, Caleb, what do you think of uh, Alice here?
2: This is something I don't get at all. Is this a t- typical thing with Transformers, where they have... They can be like the rise of the machines, uh, Lady Terminator, where they can have like a fleshy exterior. Like, a... I'm glad you
0: made that reference. <laughs>
1: I only know the old school stuff. Um, you know, the stuff from like the eighties uh, and early nineties, and they're So the, you know, so the cartoons continue in Japan after the after the original Gen One, Gen Two. It continued in
0: Japan. Headmasters.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was the headmasters. Uh, well, no wait. Are the headmasters the one that just had literally the bot that was the head, um, the mini bot? But there was a line. There was a line of toys that continued that would have been like the equivalent of like season five or something. I think
0: it may have been called Robots in Disguise.
1: But yeah, there was this one line of toys that it looked like a humanoid, and you opened it up kind of like a, not exactly, but kind of like a Russian. uh, what do they call those babushka. dolls? No, those Russian um you know the one doll fits inside the other and fits inside the other, fits inside the other. Yeah, babushka. Okay. Babushka. Um well there's these toys that they look like humanoids and then you just like opened up the casing and then there was like a robot inside. Um so I guess that's the closest thing I can think of. Um, to like humanoids that were like in the transformer line.
0: Um oh, okay. Hmm. I guess with my my knowledge, some of the in Beast Wars, some of the primals, or wait, Predacons and Maximals, excuse me, those guys were roughly bigger than humans, but they weren't like Transformer size, especially when they actually see the Transformers in that series. So you could call those oh. guys humanoids potentially. I know what you're going to say. Say it.
2: Speaking of Beast Wars. Yeah. No, no, someone say something else. I feel like we got to talk about this scene. Because th- you're the one I... gonna
0: talk about these. Because I couldn't care less about these scenes.
2: <laughs> oh, they don't bother you at all.
0: I'm only here for the transformers, not for like the human stuff.
1: I, they are what they are to me. I, think, I don't know which aspect you're referring to, but just like token hot girl in a Michael Bay movie that is just inexplicably like a model who's just been cast in the movie. See, total Michael Bay move.
2: All the almost all the human stuff in this movie I find so obnoxious and cartoonish. Like his reaction there in like the car covering her in this. Yeah. I feel like I'm attacked by the movie. It's so just like loud and obnoxious, just always. Okay. So, so this, these kind of scenes are what make me despise the movie. (laughs) So aside from, you know, what I already explained about
1: the production, which we already get on top of that, this movie follows the pattern, like the typical sequel pattern um, where, you know what, everything works so well. The first movie, Let's just take all the same concepts and just double down, double down, double down on everything, more of everything. The humor, let's, more of it. Like, crass humor, doubly crass. We had this many Transformers in the first movie, let's have three times as many Transformers. So it's just, it's the typical sequel formula, just double down, triple down on everything from the first. So, I mean, I feel like that just explains everything.
2: But, but for both of you guys do you are you guys able to just watch those scenes and just kind of like move past them like they don't bother you at all or do you like them uh, uh,
1: I don't care about it now, but i was I, I was a different age when this movie came out and it's it's dumb jokes but I just rolled with it at the time in the theater you know I'm just having a good time in the theater I can't believe how stupid this joke is or this whatever and just going with it like going with the that was back then now I just don't care um
0: I was 14 years old when I saw this film, and I was with my dad when I when I saw this film. And other than like any of the Transformers stuff, and not like the college human stuff, maybe some of the military stuff. I don't know. I couldn't care less because I was only here to see the Transformers.
2: But but now, like when you watch it, did does that stuff bother you or?
0: Oh, I mean, like it's it's I guess it's noise, but it's similarly. But like at the same time, I'm just like. Listen I'm I, I, I okay fine. Yes it's annoying but I I don't know what do you want me do you want me to agree with you <laughs> sure no
2: I don't know, I'm just I'm just wondering what your opinion is cuz for me I don't I don't really care about the transformers like I find a lot It could thought. be
0: but done better. I think it could be done better because ultimately I don't want a movie with humans in it. Uh, despite what everybody says about Bumblebee <laughs> I don't want humans in my transformers film. So I I mean, even though I've been impressed by it before and it can work, I don't think it can work in live action, uh, unless somebody actually like does it properly. But watch Bumblebee; it's probably the best yeah, thing ever. Yeah,
2: Bumblebee. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you never watched Bumblebee. Was it because of these Michael Bay movies? It's, like...
0: yeah, basically because they also were going to reboot. And I'm like, never again, not 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 again. You're not you're not convincing me, guys. It's not a not a reboot i mean uh sure it's not
1: it's not spiritually it is but it's it's not um
0: go back and add continuity after the hat fact anyway
1: it's it's there
2: it's there
0: so <laughs> we're about to re-resurrect megatron who's not
2: galvatron mm-hmm. right yeah and i don't mind at this point i was kind of happy to see megatron back because i was like okay at least he had some presence as a villain did he though? And so many of these guys are silly. He some more than a lot of these silly no names. <laughs> yeah,
0: especially the Doctor. Okay, those are the Constructicons. They're gonna make. They're gonna make uh, de- Devastator. See this scene,
2: when they're just like kill the little one. and He starts freaking out. I didn't like that either. There's something just overly violent about this stuff. And you know me, I love super violent horror flicks, but for whatever reason, just the kind of like blasé attitude that Ma- michael bay has with it in this just makes the violence more grotesque i think
0: or i guess construct a con maximus if you were if anybody's a fan of John but
1: also i mean this is the beginning of the end or not the beginning of the end but the beginning of the falling of the arc of michael bay and his reputation um because again you guys well yeah, i don't think we're like consciously watching his movies like in the 90s uh And gradually through the 90s, Michael Bay was coming up as the new action director. You know, of course it had been James Cameron and whatever. Um, But Michael Bay through the 90s was like this up-and-comer. This is like the new action guy. And, And he just kept like building on success from one movie to the next, to the next, to the next. And he had basically done no wrong um up to the first transformers and just kept getting bigger better and it was just like the go-to like you were like oh we're gonna go watch a michael bay movie this is gonna be some crazy badass action stuff there's only he did a uh, pearl harbor right um yeah that that was a little bit of a misstep but it, it was like but he was still like riding to like his height at, and he probably peaked with transformers one or transformers two and then that's when he started like his decline or whatever so at the time you're just all in because he was just the guy at the time, like just such a perfect record up to this point, despite all his Michael Bayisms that, yeah, are not great. Like in retrospect, <laughs> in hindsight,
2: do you want to talk about Candyman here? I remember being completely baffled by this scene. I was like, "Oh, so Megatron has this guy as his boss now." I was like, oh okay. Like I don't remember them sitting it that don't out. Don't worry, they they
0: they they retconned it to, to
2: make it so. Yeah. <laughs> but um Tony Todd's always good as a voice actor. Um this character's nothing. So <laughs>
0: he's not the emperor. Okay, wait. Does this does the Fallen have more of a presence than Snoke?
2: Uh in which movie? No, I say no. <laughs> uh <laughs> I say
0: both. No. Like so like because. For some reason, going back to this, this reminds me a lot of, I think it's episode nine. Yeah. Yeah. This reminds me a lot of episode nine because they have to go find like a treasure or whatnot. And they use like a dagger and stuff. And then that movie, I think they use a dagger and they use it to like, okay, this one makes more sense than that one because that one has to like do with the actual, okay, fine. Just in terms of the the
2: structure. I would take Rise of Skywalker
1: any day over this. And and Skywalker is a flawed movie, but I I would still take it over this any day.
2: Yeah, and for you, Isaac, we you watched it only once with us talking over it. I did. Plot wise, it makes sense. It's just stupid. Hey, Scott, from the office. Yeah. yeah, this one I'm yeah baffled and confused. <laughs> That's funny. yeah. I, I don't remember. I didn't remember that he was in this. So I was like, oh okay. Okay. Yeah. I
0: I don't exactly have an opinion of like the human scenes. Um. Yeah. I just. What does that mean? I, mean? I mean, I guess you could say they're they're wince and cringe-inducing. I don't know.
2: Does it mean that you just... You're like, the Transformers stuff is enough that this stuff you just kind of zone out and... Yeah. Wait to get back to the stuff you enjoy, or...
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm not here oh, to okay. see human stuff. If I wanted to see a human-based movie, I would go see a human-based movie. And, like, there are 500 movies out there already to see. I want to see the Transformers. It... If you... <laughs> right, but this you don't go to you don't go to a james bond movie uh to not see to see somebody else uh instead you you want to see james bond now after saying that of course people criticize me for liking uh no time to die it's like all right hang on a second there he's i, in to know, time to die.
2: To. I know we all do i'm just saying like other people because people hated that movie um but yeah and these definitely must not be satisfying for you because i mean again they're like two plus hour long giant bloated movies. And we probably get like half an hour of it with the transformers yeah. and the rest, just these terrible human scenes. I, yeah, I it's... love
1: this hall, by the way. I don't, I don't know if this is Princeton or university of Pennsylvania. Either way. I love this hall. I just love the way it looks, the location.
0: It's this, it's, it's the same hall from what's that called? Uh, Indiana Jones.
1: Oh, it's better. It's better than that one. <laughs> it's
0: better than that one. Sure. Um, yeah. So I'm getting ripped off basically with these movies.
1: No, I was all in with the human stuff in the first two movies. Well, especially I think the first is a fantastic movie and I was still in it for this one, even though it's not as good. The third one, as I recall, being at the theater, that's where the human stuff started getting overbearing in the theater. And that's when I started tuning out in the theater. Cause it was just, that's right. That's where I hit peak overload. Um, or I, I just
2: couldn't anymore. But we're not there yet. Oh, it's even worse because so much of it feels the same. It feels like complete recycling. But yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah, and we have this long-distance relationship stuff here. I don't know. I don't think it serves Megan Fox very well. Like, it's pretty flat stuff. But then we get the stuff with this dude. Uh, but it was it was a new thing at the time, too. I mean, the whole
1: webcamming.
2: Yes. Yeah, well, that's fair. And look, I
1: can't believe we've gone this far in and I haven't talked about how much I... Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> it was
1: all Megan Fox all day at the time of the first two movies. When I,
0: oh, that's what you mean. Okay, your attraction to Megan oh Fox. Oh, my God. Okay.
1: I was all in. And that was one of the worst things about the third movie. Um, <laughs> The fact that she had her, her row with Michael Bay in real life. Um, that was one of the worst things that could have ever happened to me as a fan of the franchise and a fan of Megan Fox. At I time.
0: actually will wow. agree. I kind of was a little sad that she wasn't in there, but I respect her for not wanting to work with a, a scumbag. Uh,
1: yeah, I don't care about any of it, but it, except for I just wanted to see Megan Fox more and more and more and more. And God, it made the first two movies so watchable.
0: Well, there's a line that I have to, like, point that out.
2: Oh, but she's terrible. She's like a charisma vacuum. Sure, she's pretty, but almost every line reading is just like, oh, man, like, really, we couldn't get someone with any sort of presence to them as an actor. I mean, sure, she's nice to ogle at, but. For this movie, I don't need that. I don't need, like,
1: an Emma Stone or a more, like, a better actor. No, it's not necessary for this movie or the previous one. Fine with the eye candy.
2: Yeah, and again, I I just don't watch movies like this typically. Where yeah, it's I mean, this feels like a Roland Emmerich movie, and I would, would never by choice just watch a Roland Emmerich movie. So I mean, maybe I was just the wrong audience just from the start with, with something like this. But and plus, I don't care about Transformers, <laughs> so maybe that well, also doesn't help. I had no connection to the franchise. Oh, but
1: see, I, I was still riding high off the first one because it was such a phenomenon, and like I thought, you know. It, Going into the first one, before it came out, I had that fear, like, you have, like, when they're going to come out with, like, a new, um, like, video game movie, and you're just like, oh, God, video game movies always fail. <laughs> or if they do, like, a live ad- adaptation of something, like, like, the Avatar cartoon, and you're just like, oh, God, like, how are they going to fuck this up? Um, and so there was all that going into the first Transformer movie. Like, is this going to be, like, a total bomb? and then when it was the opposite of a bomb and of course transformers was like my favorite thing as a kid and then to tell my friends my age at the time who may not have been transformer fans bad boys too uh, i would be like i could actually recommend this transformer movie to friends and it was just universally loved and liked as a entertaining summer movie and so that was like it was like the best thing ever at the time with the first movie. And then they had built all that cachet and goodwill that me and, I guess, everybody else was all in for a sequel. Like, just just all in. Mm-hmm. So the, this is before everything turned. Um, where, where things started to get negative. There was no real
2: haters at the time. Like there is now. I mean, I definitely didn't love that first movie like a lot of people did, but I liked it enough that... When my friends are going to see this i was like oh absolutely i'll come see this but when they asked for the third movie i didn't go i was like no way that that last one i felt like i was being punched in the face the whole time i was watching it so no way am i going back to the theater <laughs> for this <laughs> like this is just so this is like the kind of movie that i just cannot stand this movie so i felt bad when i was watching her i was like what am i going to say over this thing except for negative things but <laughs> Now, the question for me is, do I like this more than Bad Boys 2, since we're seeing the poster right there? That's a good question. Man, the Clover- when did we hear the Cloverfield come out? Oh, wait. Uh, yeah. Oh, was it? year before this one. I just, I just
1: like that they have that poster there. I know it's Paramount.
0: I know, but yeah. Am I, am I saying yeah. that I push all the bad acting and, like, the obvious bad, like... Direction aside for nostalgia or just my, my passion, slash what I, what I, my, my, my liking. It does seem like I am. So I'm being a fanboy. Also, this is a very weird continuity wow. error, by the way. Not a continuity error, but this is weird that she gets on a plane, she's in LA and they're on the East Coast. And it, that would usually be like yeah. a three hour flight or maybe five hour, I don't know. Not three hours, excuse me, a several hour flight. And then plus,
2: oh, you know, boarding and getting off. Go ahead, talk about it. Yeah. Do you guys like that shot? The little panty shot with the uh... I, uh, I like the
1: panty shot, but I don't need the I don't need the robotic.
0: I don't think I had developed my my brain hadn't developed fully yet when it came to this. If if you know what I mean.
2: Well, what do you think now? I mean. <laughs> um okay. Is it uh, there's something just a little sleazy about it. It is me, but... sleazy. Of but... course, what are you talking about a little sleazy? <laughs>
0: I don't know what you want me to say, man. And I
2: normally don't mind some sleaze. I don't. I just want your opinion. I mean, I don't, I don't know what. Okay, okay. It's just...
0: <sighs> Obviously, Michael Bay has a, a liking, um, and he has a he has a personality, and you know that could be seen here.
3: Well,
1: this is what made Buffy the series good at the time when it was good. Um, oh, when I thought it was good, which is. They would have these monsters every week, but the kids were in high school or later in college, and then they'd, like, integrate it to, like, the adolescent experience. This is the same formula, just on Creatine, um, which is, like, oh, yeah, that situation where some girl's coming on to you, and then your girlfriend walks in, except you're in a Transformer world. And so, I mean, same thing Buffy did. I mean, it's silly. It's sophomoric. Like
2: Michael Bay. I don't know. It was fun at the time. And by the way, all this stuff was... With... Yeah, I think Buffy... Buffy would have more kind of character-focused dynamics. You're right. I don't feel like any of these people have real characters at this point.
1: <laughs> You're right, but that was what was part of Weed in Strong Suit as a writer, you know, before his tumble. Yeah. Um, but also, all this stuff was... Sam... By the
2: way, I will say, because... Uh... Oh, go ahead.
1: No, you will say.
2: Uh, Oh, Because I I mentioned to you that I've been going through all these disaster movies of the 70s. And I was thinking, you know, a lot of those movies are super bloated too. And I was wondering why I could get away with those ones and enjoy them. But yet I can't stand movies like this. It's because those were bloated because it's been like the whole first like hour and a half just building up the characters. So when everything goes wrong, you actually care about them. This movie, I don't care about any of the characters i don't even feel like they really have characters but didn't you watch the last movie but oh that's the same thing
1: it's the same thing though it's just in mod. i mean this is this is the modern version or circa 2009 version of a disaster movie from the 70s it's just like how everything is um in the more modern times everything has to be faster because everyone has the shorter attention spans and the higher expectations but it should be the equivalent It's just for some reason you're able to more transform your soul into the 70s and go with it, but maybe this is too close. No, I
2: just explained what. No,
1: I heard what you said, but I
2: mean. Like I said, they would spend a whole hour. You're absolutely right, but. I mean, we have this this giant ensemble cast, and most of them are just actors with no personality or character. They're just there as people on the screen. You don't get that with those kind of disaster movies. They would spend a lot of times building up the dynamics between the characters. Everything you're saying is
1: right, but it's like me saying the reason clothes look the way they did in the 70s compared to the 50s and prior is because in the late 60s and 70s, they came up with synthetic materials. So that's just what, that just is what is. um, And there's nothing they could do about it, whether you like it or not. Um, And I'm just saying, this is the equivalent of that. Like they had polyester for clothes in the 70s in the aughts, they had these expectations for these big movies. So there's just no way they're going to do it like they did back in the day. Because, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's no way they're going to make clothes like the 40s and in the 70s. Because it's just, this is the way now. Because this is the materials we have. And we just can't. And so this is the way the movies are. Unless you're, like, a real auteur. um, Like, not making a mainstream movie. Those are the only people who are going to make something like catering more to your taste or those types of tastes. But this is mainstream
2: that like they can't do that. In the odds. Can't have interesting characters? <laughs> I mean, that sounds like a pretty big uh, design flaw. I'm not saying it's impossible, but, but fill it with just complete non-entities. <laughs> but this is the status quo
1: of the odds, just like those movies were the status quo for their time. Oh my God, this is... A... That's insane. Uh, but anyway... <laughs>
2: I do enjoy the scale. I think it's always cool to see those gigantic things next to some such small things. Again, like Fantastic Planet, for whatever reason, that always tickles my. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess, I guess that's fair. But...
0: Or you know, like a kaiju film, like Eric was yeah. saying.
2: God, someone put a lot of time
0: to make
1: those railings look aged, just the way they do.
0: Hey, at least they have railings here, and it's not like Star Wars. Oh boy. Even though the first three films actually have railings in them. It's <laughs> only seven that really doesn't have railings. <laughs> think about it.
2: After you, Isaac. <sighs> what do you think of Megatron here? Cause I don't really know the character too much in the, the other materials. Again. Yeah. This is, this is, this is purely an adaptation. Um,
0: And usually per the course of when Megatron dies or is critically injured circa 86, of course, they will usually, he'll get an upgrade, and this is happening. <laughs> it's happened all through the Unicron Trilogy. It sort of happened in Beast Wars, but he didn't call himself Galvatron. But he'll always have, actually he had three times happen to him in Beast Wars. So they'll always like go for, and it, it, but usually it's just a, uh, what do you call it? Also, this is a Matrix shot, by the way. Yeah, complete Matrix rip. Also by Agent Smith, but whatever. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> uh, what's the what's the thing? Oh yeah. Usually they'll just do a palette swap just to like sell new toys. That's kind of the reason why they'll always do like colors like they'll, they'll change. If you ever wonder why they they always print out new toys, I think Eric knows this. It's just it's literally just to sell them more toys. It's like oh you've gotten so used to like this character here. It's like let's recolor him and make him brand new and sell so, uh, like brand that, new. We're gonna yeah. name him a new car. Or new car. We're gonna name him a new give him a new name. Yeah, and I think like in the original yeah. cartoons, that's what they would constantly say each other's names.
1: Ironhide, da-da-da-da! No cliff jumper, bumblebee and I think they would just keep saying the names over and over and over, just more to drill down on like selling the toys and stuff.
2: Oh, basically. Yeah. Power Rangers, a lot of the same thing.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: By the way, was this little is this supposed to be like a Nazi, yes, I was like, Oh, this is weird. The
0: duck tour was indeed supposed to be, <laughs> yeah, the German voice and everything. It, it's it like, well, as for, yeah, Megatron. So, I still have yet to do the IDW stuff. Uh, I forget where to start with that. Slow motion, I. Like him as, it, it, let's see, in War for Cybertron, not the Netflix, but the, the video game, they make him, and he sort of had this, I think, in G G1 where he becomes a, also, this Megatron is a triple changer. Really, it should be a double changer, not a triple changer, because, well, okay, he's, he's he's got oh, robot form, then he has his, tri- so there's many different types, not many, there's the six changer, then there's, like, a triple changer, which is, you can change from robot to vehicle to another vehicle. Basically have the capacity to change oh. into two different vehicles. And he only had that capability in Cybertron uh probably in like some other continuities. But like in in this one he clearly can turn into like a tank and then his like previous jet form in the in the previous movie there. And I actually know in one of I think it's either Robots in Disguise or Headmasters where he can like turn into us he's a six changer so he can like turn into six different vehicles, which is insane. Um comics and extra canonical stuff go into that stuff more but the idea that Megatron starts off as like a gladiator uh, in Cybertron and then works his way up and then kind of doesn't like the establishment and the way either the Autobots or just like how the Primes or whatever you want to call it the guys in charge uh, he doesn't like the way things are going and so he creates this uprising and that's what becomes the Decepticons um, They they don't talk about that here <laughs> Nope, none of that. None of that is here. No, He's just a no. b- boss guy. Any, any of that kind of stuff for like you know revolutions and him actually wanting to make a change in the society. Um, none of that's there. None of that is there. And it's so funny because Kurtzman and Orsi actually did write Transformers Prime, which is hilarious.
2: Wow. Did they do an okay job? Is it's, that?
0: It's shocking to me. Or is to... it the usual? I've heard that it's like really good. Um, like it's oh. uh, people do like it. Uh, the only reason I don't go watch it is just for how bad the CGI looks. Like it's it's what? that 2012 TM, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The the Batman, Green Lantern: The Animated Series CGI that I, oh, I don't like.
1: But you watched Beast Wars, I guess, right? Because you mentioned it Beast before.
0: Wars has Beast Wars and reboot have better CGI than those series. Oh, series. I don't know. I just
1: saw a little
0: clip of Beast Wars
1: the other day. God, I forgot how archaic it is oh my god it is, yeah because it, it was the, well
0: sorry what was it reboot was the first <laughs> cgi show yes. ever i believe and yes, then they followed that up Mainframe right. followed up Followed that up with beast wars and a few you're right about
1: both of those things and it was fine at the time
2: all right Caleb, you want to add anything here yeah this is getting pretty violent but just just to mention how i was how i was feeling at the time when i saw us in the theater because you guys have mentioned some of your experiences. When we got to this forest sequence, look at this. I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> Do we really need that shot? Bam! But um, the year before this, I saw that Fantastic Four: The Rise of the Silver Surfer. Oh boy! And wasn't that
0: 2007?
2: Uh, maybe it was 2007. But when they went to the forest in that movie, I was like, oh, this feels like so much lesser, and it something about it just feels really cheap. And when we got to the forest section in this movie, I felt the same thing. Death
0: of Optimus Prime it's yeah, it's Death like not just prime it's uh it's Goro in a farmhouse
2: i like that shot
1: well it's funny how you talked about how like over the top and like the violence and the, just that scene we just watched because mm-hmm. that's how i felt as a kid watching the animated movie for the first time or the first yep. several times because there's the big duel which is this sort of homaging i guess the big duel between Optimus and Megatron uh, towards the beginning of the movie. And seeing that for the first time as a kid and being used to the regular daily cartoons and then seeing the animated movie, it was like, oh my God. Like It felt like this movie's like, I don't even know if PG-13 existed at the time, but it was like, is this even for kids? Like, And it was just a regular cartoon animated, but the way I felt about it as a child is the way you were describing this. Like, I cannot believe how savage this fight is. And there's, like, actual damage and pain, like, in both Megatron and Optimus. And they're breaking apart. It it was... I'd never seen anything like it as a kid, like, in cartoons up until that time.
0: Oh, and I gotta point out that the Blackout-looking guy is not Blackout. It's just another Transformer named Grinder. We just happens to look like Blackout because he was such a cool design in the first one that we wanted to see him get his comeuppance in, in that film by somebody and not by the humans. Anyway. um, Anything you want to mention, add to this scene, Caleb? Or? Uh,
3: I saw this. Oh,
0: yeah,
1: what did I miss? Nothing, we just not the fight and, you know... Comparing it to the old... oh, uh, I was just saying how the way you described it, that's and that's how I felt about the animated movie at the time. Uh, so right. it, it keeps in line with the spirit of that. I was watching a YouTube video earlier today. One of many I watched, pointing out all the things that were wrong with this movie. <laughs> and usually when they go to a different location, it puts the location in the bottom left, just telling you where they are. Inexplicably, inexplicably... inexplicably? uh when they went to New York right there there was no it didn't say New York now I guess we all recognize it's New York but later it'll say New York when they're in New York just it's just like they forgot to put it
0: and not even two minutes later oh hey call back to the first movie except it's it's the the dark version now because now the Decepticons are coming in
2: I just got to mention this briefly so I switched to my DVD because I was having problems with YouTube there and it's amazing how much worse it looks like it's oh, yeah. so flat. Sometimes I forget because you don't have that direct comparison like just watching the same images and then switch to something so much lower definition, but wow. It's kind of startling.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, this is my first time watching it in 4K all the way through.
0: How's it How's it holding up on your end, Eric? Is it, uh, is it looking okay? Or
1: Oh, visually? I mean, it's as yeah. good as it's ever
0: going to look. I mean,
1: 4K is so 4K that every now and then you can see 2k flaws that are inherent in the original but i mean that's like really being nitpicky uh it, i mean it doesn't have the resolution of modern movies the way they're transferred but it's as good as it could ever look pretty much the only thing they could do is try to remaster it for 4k kind of like they did with lord of the rings for 4k oh
2: other than that sorry we, i mean i gotta fine. mention this bit too yeah so we cut over to you know paris here and of course michael bay the stereotype immediately we see a mime pop up on screen and they're eating snails and it's like oh yeah that's that's michael bay's uh vision of uh what it's like over there mimes every inch into inch the city and... yeah no, no. i mean that is
1: that is michael bay when it comes to all the just like y'all you know, we're talking about the nazi doctor
2: earlier and, yeah <laughs> and of course with the asian stuff like in future movies like or I guess the two uh, like black teenager robots that we have, blood that... flapping oh, skids. This, this right here, this visual, like
1: they spend so much time in the special features, like all the CG work that went into that aircraft carrier and all the electronic modeling they did. Hey, it's
0: all we're getting. An insane
1: amount of work, and then people just gets on screen for a second and everyone forgets about it.
0: Michael Bay's greatest hits.
1: People toiled for months just for that little aircraft carrier scene.
0: Yeah, that's funny. He destroys an aircraft carrier. Isn't that what happens in Pearl Harbor? Oh, oh yeah. It really is. Michael Bay's greatest hits. He's just, I'm not going to say, but if, if what you said is true with the behind the scenes of how this was like the writer's strike of America was happening at this oh. point, And he's like, crud, I'm out of ideas. He has all this like memorabilia and iconography. Like he had the Bad Boys two stuff in there. What if he's just going back to his like you know previous movies and saying, "All right, I'm gonna like just well, put up, like meld some together."
2: Even that image under the water there. No, no. Well, he always does that. Yeah, felt a lot like Pearl Harbor. I mean, yeah.
0: No,
1: if we were to watch all his movies like in chronological order, we, of course he's like he builds upon for sure. There's no doubt about that, and carries over and la di da. Oh, that looks like the real Pentagon right there. That hallway, maybe it was the real Pentagon. No, oh, I'm just saying because you know when they show the Pentagon in movies, it's super fake. I right, like, wonder, like The Hollywood version, but um, the actual the hallway looked like a real Pentagon hallway.
0: Hey, last time somebody was on this building, it was a giant monkey. monkey or hey, or we faction. get
2: the sorry. <laughs> oh, there's Obama. We get the blue laser in the sky again here. That trope was that the beginning of this. Of that no, trope?
0: No, 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 no. That was Iron Man. <laughs>
2: Oh, did, oh! Did Iron Man have that? Oh, on? by the way, I think I, I wow. think
0: the behind the scenes with this, at least, I'm pretty sure they designed the Fallen to look like the Decepticon icon. Like his face is supposed to be the Decepticon icon.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I don't have enough familiarity to recognize it, but yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> Do we get that funny picture with his hair all messed up? Oh, I guess not. Too bad that's a good question okay this is our
1: third time we've seen Times Square in a movie like in, in recent times oh yeah that's very right we had King Kong and then we and then we did um uh, killer's kiss and now this more Times Square
0: uh-huh. it's almost like New York is the capital of Earth <laughs> uh, yep
1: yeah, pretty much yeah
0: might as well be might as well be. one day one day it'll be like the Vatican so
1: when I was in high school we had like a field trip every year where we rode in a plane just like the big one we just saw parked outside. Oh, wow. It was like a high school field trip. It must have been obnoxious. Things. It's just because we're close to
2: the base. I hate flying. <laughs> ah. It is interesting that... I guess they mentioned Bush in the last one, so I guess it makes sense they would have to mention Obama in this one.
0: Yeah, I kind of like that part where they actually like went and... Con- it was interesting because they actually went with like the president at the time, whereas with like Marvel, they'll always... Or DC, they're going to have to... like have a off off not, was it was it um uh, uh in in name only and or uh free use person yeah. Uh, yeah, instead like use. you know in wonder woman 1984 it's not reagan it's somebody else even though i right, clearly clearly looks like reagan
2: yeah and i guess because obama i think it around this time was maybe perceived as being like more anti you know kind of oh these guys are just horrible I just can't stand them. Yeah,
1: okay. Yeah, they're, they're
2: bad. They're bad. But Obama being more anti-kind of war and stuff and anti-military—that's why he's representative as that sniveling little loser who's like, "Oh, we got to shut this whole thing down." Yeah, no, these two are just miserable. Oh, it's
1: bad. It was bad at the time.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: you know what was ignorant and uh, oblivious. Ob- obli- <laughs> I was oblivious to this ignorantly. There we go. Ignorant obliviousness. Oh,
2: I remember in the theater these two getting, I mean they were like the funniest thing in the movie. People were cracking up at all their all their little jokes.
0: I don't remember laughing at them. I thought that it was a little weird, but I didn't see the. I didn't actually see the stereotype. Like I didn't. My mind didn't realize the stereotype and what what it was supposed to be. If that makes any sense.
2: Yeah, that's fair. And it does.
0: Like that's the same thing with a lot of the. Other... But even without the
1: stereotype, it's it's obnoxious. That's yeah,
0: fair but no, just... I, you know what it is? That's that's my answer for you Caleb is that all the human humor that yeah all the humor with the humans and Michael Bay humor and stuff like that and all the teen stuff I was just oblivious to it. I was just completely like maybe in ignorance or just like my naivete and just not experience with the world I was just oblivious to it.
2: Yeah, that's again one of the reasons I asked to be pre-watched it cuz I was curious about your more opinions now. Uh, you can see the
0: obvious problems here. Um, especially okay. This scene actually kind of, kind of. This guy got under my skin. Let's put it that way. I'll I'll admit this guy certainly (laughs) got under my skin, like he's supposed to, of course. But when he says about you know how, um, what is it? This is our war now. I'm like, oh yeah, sure. Like how Vietnam and Afghanistan turned out, where you know you're gonna, you guys are gonna win. Yet you turned everybody's heads or whatever. You, You you caused other people to join the other side and their cause. Real smart, there, guys. And that's, and that's, I'm directing that specifically at the government of America, not the soldiers, nor the people, maybe the people in charge.
2: <laughs> yeah. I, I was just waiting for my line to say, uh, tell me more about what you do here. Cause it kind of reminds me of Walter Peck. <laughs> that's fair.
1: I don't want to get too into it, but what, when you mentioned, well, kind of both of them, but especially Vietnam, that's literally what happened though.
0: <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> yeah. I mean,
1: in real history. I mean, you had the soldiers there, never lost a battle. And it was the bureaucrats who, like, turned the whole thing upside down. And Pretty it was already—I mean, it was a quagmire before they got involved. I, yeah, I'll yes. grant you that. But, um, but still, uh, it's because the bureaucrats wouldn't let—I uh, don't want to get into military history, but <laughs> that's fair. They, they put, they put so many hindrance, so much hindrance on on the tactics that the Americans could use that added to the quagmire.
0: Gosh, both both wars were a quagmire screwed everybody over yeah, but uh, it's apt I mean to
1: talk about the suits
0: that's that yeah that's what I like everybody from on high it's it's no different than every history like every history is that. like no more no World War one a bit some of World War two I'm not obviously there was a there was a bad guy I get that but just that the top the the authorities always screw over everybody in the bottom um yeah Look at me getting political here, whereas Caleb's the one that usually, like, you know, the one to talk about this
2: stuff anyway, I'm not going to talk about that. You can
0: bleep all that out if you want, Caleb. I don't care.
2: I'm No, I don't care. I'm just too distracted by these scenes here. Of, oh, are you moved? What do you guys think about this supposedly uh, emotional sequence here at Bumblebee?
0: Obliviousness,
2: like, you know, it's, it's trying for story. No,
0: I,
1: I, I never
0: fell for this stuff. I mean, other than maybe the first movie,
1: I could get into some of the emotion here and there, but Nah, I wasn't. I mean, I, I couldn't. No, nah, it, it's just window dressing in like all the sequels. I
0: will say this it's not a Marvel movie, so I sort of like it a little better.
2: <laughs> what does that mean? What does, what does that even mean? Oh, God. Their
0: dialogue is terrible, but it's not a Marvel movie.
2: But what is uh, not a Marvel movie? I mean, I
0: don't care. Like
1: I tell Sean and other people, I can't. I don't lump all the Marvel movies together because I think yeah. they got to be judged independently because they they vary in quality in terms of writing. Some are individual, some stuff. are
0: just like a cl- you can cluster them together and they're the exact same plot. But
1: what does di- the dialogue have to do
0: with the plot? Yes,
1: true! But that's like, that's like Disney animated movies, the classic ones. There's a lot of recycled plots but there's still... Knock off Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> there's still certain ones that are a lot better than others of the animated, even though they follow the same tropes and etc.
0: I'm not making my case clear. We're gonna see your buddy soon. We're gonna see. We're gonna be reunited with your buddy. Oh, buddy, who we'll probably see next month, actually, or two months from now, which will be a lot of, Apparently, he's in there. It's oh, what's funny? It's
1: weird to me as I watch this, just because when oh yeah, I know who you're talking about. But when I saw, when I was looking at the cast earlier today. The, the Latino guy, I don't even know his name in the movie or, or in real life. It's just weird to me that he's almost the same age as me like in real life so as i watch this movie i keep thinking i was like his age like when the movie came out which Interesting. interesting i was like wow was i that young uh i mean he's not young young but still compared to where i am now like i was that young when this movie came out wow it doesn't seem
2: like it was that long ago oh boy yeah, I guess I guess I know what you mean now, Isaac. Oh dear. <laughs> Welcome back, Agent Simmons.
1: Oh, that's I was going to say earlier when we were talking about the government types in the movie, like hmm. because I'm an all-American boy, I I thought it was in, it was weird and interesting John Voight being in the first, and then I was kind of sad that
0: oh, I forgot he was not in this. If we're gonna bring back everybody, yeah. Same with uh, whatever her name is, the the the, the hacker girl, or the, not the ha- the analyst, girl, right? Yeah, but
1: and yeah, I thought that at the time too, but then it turns out that's just like the reoccurring trope in these weird. Tra- they're yeah. kind of like the Bond movies. Like most of the characters don't carry over.
0: Oh, here's a here's a bad stereotype. <laughs> obviously, that's fake teeth. That's good. Oh boy. Also, Josh Dunham's like yeah. you know whole... he's like
1: the, the the human incarnation of like the
0: Transformers. Josh Dunham's whole like you know human family side plot with his daughter or whoever it was just gone, excised from the plot.
1: Man, that character was crazy. We can't overstep that. They you could not do that like in the last no. five years or ten years even. That's that's
2: insane. <laughs> <laughs> Holy I shit. mean, what is there even to say? Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. No, but it's
1: like when you watch uh live and let die that James Bond movie uh, and you're just like holy shit like what are they doing in this movie like it's so of its year and it's yeah, well of course
2: it's like black exploitation, but it's like well, what the fuck is going on yeah a bunch of white folks doing uh like their British black, but but I get there was a lot of white people making black exploitation, so it's not fair to say that but but I'm telling you go back to I bad just mean the it, situations are over the top go back to yeah. bad Boys you'll see those kind of scenes all over the place in those movies. Except it'll be our main characters pointing out and saying horribly racist things. It's supposed to be funny. And, see, and
1: I haven't seen Bad Boys 1 like since back then. I don't remember much. All I know is that I was completely unaware of any of the stuff you're talking about back then when I saw Bad Boys when it first came out. Like, none of that stuff registered in my little brain back then.
0: I wonder if there's a blooper of... Uh... John DeToro falling from that height. Oh, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see. I'm just like, not as a, I want to see that. I just like, I wonder if that's a, yeah. okay. I want to see that, but not for the humor. Hey, by the way, Caleb, you know, what we're going to see soon.
2: Jackass forever. Oh, I, I don't know if I have any interest in seeing that. By the way, John Knoxville's all over WWE right now. Is he serious? I guess he's promoting it, isn't he? He showed up in the Royal Rumble this year. Dude. Did he win? No. Ah. It was a pretty embarrassing uh, scene. Oh, fair enough. <laughs>
1: Why was there like a John Travolta suit? Right? What's that leisure suit doing back there? Leisure suit later. like it's from Saturday Night Fever*.
2: By the way, this is like the Deus uh, exposition scene. Uh, there's multiple. He shows up out of nowhere and he's got like all the answers.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, what's his name's gonna do it later? What's his name? Oh <laughs> yeah. Um,
2: oh yeah. Jetfire. Jet, Jet. Jet. Thank you.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, they ruined one of my favorite characters.
0: Okay, wait, wait, wait. So how is this Deus ex machina?
2: No, uh, just he he shows up a no, day not Deus Ex Machina. Yeah, twice why I said Deus Exposition. Oh, okay, yes, <laughs> he's a, just yes. inserted in and has all the answers that we need right now to move the plot. Forward I don't and... know. He was air quotes set up. If you want to
0: like, if I I guess I'm just a simpleton. And no, he was set up because but he was <laughs> set up air quotes. We didn't know it was him, but we were no his his roommate like mentioned another guy at the time. So it's like this was a setup, and he of course would have all the answers because he was <laughs> with Sector Seven, and so and they gave perfectly reasonable explanation as to like what happened there. So I I feel it worked.
2: I wonder if this is anything that well, well, I suppose that's fair. It's the same kind of uh, same kind of writing that they do all throughout New Doctor Who. <laughs> oh boy, you know, say a buzzword, and that's that they consider setup. Oh boy,
0: well that you yeah, know I get fine, to- but I feel <laughs> <laughs> if you think it works, that's fair. I mean. Again, simpleton like lowest common denominator. It's 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 nuts. It's
1: nuts. But like I said, I don't even judge it like a real movie. Yeah,
2: <laughs> and it's fine. I mean, you need exposition in a movie like this. It's. I, I was mainly making a joke. It was an excuse to say Deus exposition. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> no, I agree.
1: No, it, it is. It's one of many moments in the movie, but it's one of the most over the top of Deus exposition. There's there's more though.
2: But yeah, it's definitely not. I mean, if. That's just that's not something that's even a problem for me in this movie. Everything else is the, you know, all the terrible humor and just obnoxious non. Oh, thanks for that. Especially what's about to come up. That is not that. Oh God! Do we really need that? That was not the
1: Smithsonian Air and Space Museum, by the way. <laughs> that's what you're thinking of that that scene. <laughs>
3: that's
1: well, what that's right. because he said he said the Smithsonian
0: Air and Space Museum. That is not it. That is absolutely not it. The one from. Winter Soldier is more like it than than this. Oh, that, that is very much like it. That's, that is it. Because it is the...
3: There's
1: Christmas no parking sport. lot. There's, there's no parking lot at the Smithsonian. I it's on the mall,
2: like with everything else. What is this behavior? Just like bumps him around? Like this guy's so obnoxious and unpleasant.
1: No, that was like a weird homoerotic scene. I'm not, I'm not kidding. That's wow. what that was.
0: It's not how normal human beings work. Am I saying <laughs> I like so- this over I didn't say that. <laughs> I think you did. I think okay. you did say so you liked I did this say stuff.
2: that. <laughs> the, the toilet paper joke, did you like that one? What is this place? IMAX. I do like the IMAX there. But really, the toilet paper, jo- I mean, I can't believe they put that in there. I don't like, know, do you just, really
0: need this? It just doesn't feel like a Marvel movie.
2: No, no. Marvel movie would never do something like this. Never. No, they years. would never. They would never. Yeah. Especially because oh, they keep it... Fa- oh, God. He's so fumbling and dumb. Oops. Now they're orgasming.
1: <laughs> Sorry. Again, there, There's no... What? She was in the engine? Or the how intake? did they...
0: Oh, God. how they hide in there? That's, I...
2: Where'd that scene come from? This is this is a great museum, but it's not in Washington. And I'm surprised they didn't call the police on that guy. So they're like, uh, sir, you know, this is a family museum and you're just exposing yourself to everyone. You'd think the police would be involved, even in and this time also
0: wheelie the minicon uh not familiar with him i wish we had more mini- usually minicons are about human size kind of like what alice was oh i forgot to mention okay before we get to this um <laughs> or, before we, we we see him we're gonna i'll just say the 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 was it the infiltrator unit/ slash, uh protoform that's what it was called. Proto the, the protoform I know most of as uh spoilers twice Spo- I mean I mean sorry Deck. <laughs> big spoilers. <laughs> yeah, if you uh, didn't watch Transformers nope. Prime. <laughs> Not Prime sorry Transformers Animated. Excuse me. So many
2: shows. Is that another fart joke just then? Seems like it. Oh by the way, I remember in the theater being like, "Oh, it's SpongeBob. There we go."
0: Yes. SpongeBob is in this movie, and he's also, I th- think, yeah,
2: he's
0: either Mugfly, He is wheeled. He's no, it's not, he's yeah. Mug, I can't yeah, tell he's, the two Skids. apart. Yeah, he's Skids. Skids. Skids is, if I recall, he is the green of the two.
2: The one with the more prominent gold tooth. Even uh, yes. One. All Which right. Really. <laughs> Plus, I'm wondering where the the gold is on the car. I was looking for it as I was driving around. I'm like, I'm sure it must be there. Alright. Eric, rip this one a new one. Have at her.
1: Oh, no. It was just... Jetfire was weirdly cool in the original. Oh, my God. I'm just looking at all the destruction of the museum. But Jetfire was one of the weird... It was like one of the weirdly cool toys and and there was, like, two or three, I don't know, there was a few episodes that featured him in the original cartoons that were really cool. Spitfire was weird in the originals because he was just, like, a repurposed Robotech toy that got, like, uh-huh. thrown into Transformers. So that that's what makes it really strange. Um, but, it, but Robotech toys were really cool, though, in the 80s. So it made him, like, a really cool Transformer. And, again, just like I was saying earlier, like, they just take this stuff out of the – the annals of Transformer lore, and then just completely bastardize and twist it, which is why I don't even try to make sense of things. Because Jetfire was like this young, um, transform relatively young Transformer who didn't know his identity, so both the Decepticons and the Autobots were trying to woo him, and mm. it was interesting. Um, but this is a this this is Jetfire in name only. Uh, and yep. it's a whole different concept. Cause now he's like an elder and, and he knows all this stuff. Yeah. He's he's kind of like, uh, what's her name? The one with the lenses in, uh, oh. in the new, in the new star Trek. I mean, star Wars.
0: Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Okay.
2: Mascanada. he's like, Mascanada
0: or something. Uh, Caleb com- comment.
2: <laughs> There's nothing to say. I can't believe that he's humping her leg, but, but it is interesting you say that. Cause I mean, this Jetfire does share some of those elements. Cause he was a, Decepticon, we switched to being an Autobot. So there's a little bit of that. Okay, here. you're right,
1: you're right. And he was a cool plane, I guess. This is a cool plane. Yeah,
2: he was an X Men. Yeah, that looked. I uh, thought that looked like uh, uh, sort uh... of. Well, yeah the the, the modern X Men. Yeah, they modeled after the senior wow. 71 Another old fart joke.
1: It's just weird. It's just really weird. And Jetfire was yeah, was red and white and like like a jet. Like I said like a tomcat F 14
2: within like 30 seconds we have the humping joke and then a fart joke like michael bay i mean is he secretly like 13 years old like i'm this is crazy yes no he is no he is i mean that's like Most no man, that's what
1: you get that you get that from uh watching special features and stuff that he is a man child, and i i don't say that in a pejorative derogatory way he just is even though he appears to be forty-five, knocking on fifty, like in the special features for this, he is just a kid at heart when it comes to like these obviously these ideas and like the things he wants to inject into the story. And I don't fault him for it, even though that's not me or anybody I know who's in that age group. Um yeah, it's and- fine. Like John Lasseter or something.
2: I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying uh I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that being your sense of humor, but it just mixed in with all the ugliness that he puts in these movies. It just all around just becomes, like I said, grotesque. Sure. okay, <laughs> but hold on.
1: Isn't there like, and I know there's all kinds of anime because there's so much of it. There's it all exists, in, but not any animes that I watch, but isn't, isn't that, I mean, aren't there animes where you can find all the weird sophomore humor oh, yeah. mixed with like gore and like monsters and like For decapitation. But I mean, it's just, it is what it is. And I see, I don't judge that stuff either. I mean, it's not for me,
2: but I'm like,
1: you know, fine for whoever, whoever's into that,
2: whoever created that stuff. Yeah. But those, those are for a little bit more of a niche audience. This he's putting out there just to the, you know, mass market world. And I think that's why by the time you get to last night, like no one was watching these except for, you know, people overseas. And even then, I think it was more... Mainly, people were like, I don't fully get what's going on. I just like the look of it. (laughs) I think that's maybe why it was so popular with the Chinese audience. But this stuff, I think, just really puts off a mainstream audience. Like that little, almost like a... Like she lands in his crotch. Like, oh, great. Really? Do we need that? (laughs) Okay, but is it like when you're watching something very Japanese
1: and you're just like, why do they keep showing the the bunghole? Like on this... In a, in a kid's cartoon.
2: <laughs> Don't in a that. kid's
1: cartoon, not in an adult one. you know, Or like when you, you're watching original Dragon Ball and there's a little, um, I was going to call him Grogu, um, Goku. <laughs> and it's like, oh, look, there's this little weenus. Like, there it is. For no real reason, he's pantless right now. And there's this <laughs> little there's his little weenie. And, and it's an American. You're like, oh, my God. Like, what is with the Japanese culture? Like, what am I seeing right now? I mean, doesn't that trump any everything? Like, like um, full frontal youth nudity in a kid's cartoon from a from an American point of or a Western
2: point of view? Hey, sounds like Fantastic Planet, D. Isaac. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, yeah, sure. So
1: I don't judge. It's it's a different time. It's a different humor. It's, okay, it's not my thing.
0: I got my answer. Sure. These are better. These are air quotes better than Marvel films because they have character. There we go, it's uh, foul. the The most foul like character you can see, but there's character.
2: But is there character? Uh, uh, I mean, again, I okay. I'm just yeah. This is
0: it's immature thirteen year olds. Like I want to be edgy humor, but no. Well, but yes, that's that's that that's still character.
1: But see, uh, that's what that's what Guardians of the Galaxy uh, did. That's what James Gunn specializes in. He does it better than anybody.
0: That, like, everything Caleb has with rage about this movie, I have for that movie. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm
1: just saying, what you just described, James Gunn is like the king of that. And he does it so well. I mean, if you don't like it, you don't like it. But he does it so well. But that's his thing, which is not like the other Marvel movies made by other people. And I was going to say, there's certain particular, there's not like a bunch of them, but there are certain MCU movies that have moved me to tears in the theater uh, there's at least, I don't know, three or four of them, something like that. And that definitely stands out to me amongst the MCU rabble.
2: Yeah, I don't think there's a lead character in any MCU or any Marvel movie necessarily, not even including MCU, that I find so bland and not really a real character is Sam Witwicky here. Oh, I was going to say Eternals. I mean, again, like I said, there's, there's some no Eternals game. characters. <laughs> well, there's no real lead character in that one. So it's hard to uh that's more of a complete ensemble. This one, Sam's definitely the lead, you know, and again, no character growth whatsoever between this movie and the last one. The third one they try to give him a little bit. But we'll get to some of that. Well, they tried in this
1: too. It's just I think I think Shia, try Shaya. Try well, okay, so with the first no, one, no. so like Steven Spielberg produced, at least on the first two, and I don't know how much he kept producing with this series, but yeah. he had his input, and like in the first one, I believe it was his idea to do the boy meets car thing, which I thought actually worked really well in the first movie. And so, they tried to continue it with the now he's moving into like the college part of his life, and, I mean, they, you know, obviously they did it at the beginning of the movie, and they just Kind of abandoned that whole concept once they left the college yeah now
2: he's just another vehicle to move from plot point to plot point. yes you no know, yes but he's not even the he's not even the funny man anymore he's just bland nothing
0: he's the every man
2: yeah he doesn't even seem like the same character that he was really at the start with just the ridiculous like well that's true but again i think
1: that stuff is connected to the whole strike stuff and not having a real script and not having a real plan and
0: yeah, but at least look at the finished product.
2: Yeah, exactly. the The finished product ends up, you know, being super. Just yeah, and no, that's why you know. I mean, I know Isaac, you. I'm sure you're just joking, but I mean, I think comparing it to MCU, <laughs> I don't think the MCU is great. Anything as
0: okay? Bad. Is that um, you know what? I I can't touch that. I'm, I'm I've already like put a bunch of like I, I put a bunch of like uh, contracts out to kill me already i'm already like, on oh, the political thing. Uh, so i'm going to say something else.
2: about uh, Megan Fox with the is
0: it, uh, you know what, you know what? <laughs> i abide Fair enough. The, the duke abides i'm already in trouble from this movie anyways so um <laughs> guys got anything on your minds <laughs> i mean we just we just
1: talked right past the teleportation like that's a thing maybe it earlier is.
0: When they when they went to the desert, uh, yeah, I was, yeah. Oh yeah, so space bridges, that's a thing. Well, yeah, that's their way of getting around. Except it's used once and never used again. Yeah, not you know what it is? It's uh, Star Trek Wrathicon. Wow,
2: I didn't... no wait, sorry, no Star Trek Into Darkness. Do they really never bring that back? No, is that only Jetfire's ability or something? Um, just in the, in the movies. And
1: yeah, in the cartoons they use the space bridge all the time in the originals, um, but but it was a direct like it was kind of like the Stargate like a direct point A to point B. Mm.
0: Yeah, it's kind of basic stuff, but at the same time, it's still like important of like we set this up and whatnot. and They s- did not set this up whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, it
1: was like like a Deus Ex Machina type situation,
0: and that he himself can just like you know Nightcrawler to another area. It's like. Okay, that's that's something else.
1: There was something similar in Star Trek two thousand nine, um where they magically have a process where you can teleport across the galaxy, which has never been a thing ever in Star Trek, and it just only exists like in Star Trek two thousand nine because it solves the plot hole.
0: Or see and Kurtzman ripping themselves off. What the heck?
2: <laughs> the hack Kings of Hollywood. Oh, but for you Isaac. And then, like they do it there and like Oh, hang on. Yep. The first uh, Doctor Who reference. Oh, boy. I forgot he was in this. Yeah, Deep Roy. Deep Roy. (laughs) Talents of Wang Chiang. Holy shit.
0: Isn't that the guy from (laughs) Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. And many,
2: many, 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 many other things. And this is a ridiculous scene, by the way. (laughs) Holy shit. I don't even understand. I forgot he was in this movie. It's nice to see him. (laughs) Oh cameo! This is insane.
0: <laughs> oh, so one, what do he say? One thirty six Arabic. I'm like, oh, okay,
2: that's, yeah, that's not exactly good. Michael Bay, why? Like, oh, but this is such a weird scene. Oh, did we already miss the scene where Wheelie called him like a pubic hair pro? Yes, yes. I couldn't believe that line either. I couldn't believe that he put that line in there.
0: So did not he call him New York? <laughs> oh my <Grand> god. god. <laughs>
1: He said, "The kilometers," said the man from the falafel stand. He said,
0: "Didn't didn't oh, he nice. say that to Simmons, or was I wrong on that?" Oh man, uh,
2: which
1: line I don't know
0: it? who didn't, Simmons is. <laughs> didn't Wheelie say that to Simmons, or yeah, about the
2: the pubic hair fro? Yeah, yeah that did. was him. Not not so much
0: this security guard.
2: No, no, I was I said Wheelie. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I thought that's what that little bot's name was. Is yeah. that it? Yeah, it's Wheelie. Yeah. Yeah, I just couldn't remember when, when we got that.
1: Oh, Wheelie scene. was um, Daniel's companion
0: after the movie.
1: Friend, fine, look behind. Uh,
0: yeah, in like the next season. Yeah. Right? Oh, that was Wheelie. I forgot about that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, with the weird... Vo- oh, yeah. And it was on the... Yeah, and had the whole thing with the d- 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 Dinobots. Yes. Yeah, no, oh, sorry.
2: but but I was going to save for you, Isaac, because of course we know we're both fans of For Let's do it again for this. What do you think they could do with those two military guys they brought back? Because I think that they both look like they could be, you know, movie stars. And (laughs) I think at least one of them was okay in Fast and the Furious. I'm like, I was about Tyrese something with them. Yeah, Tyrese, because instead I feel like I should be excited to see them back. But they're just nothing. They're not even characters. They're just people in army outfits who say dialogue and that's it. Even the vague little piece of characters they had in the first movie are just stripped clean. It's like, that is not adequate. <laughs> like, we need some character.
1: <laughs> Dude, it's the writing thing. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Like, they did not have... They they just didn't have that for this movie. There's just no way they could have done it.
0: Oh, man. Oh. What is happening right now? Who else would be your girlfriend, Sam? That was
2: oh that was
0: the thing that like made me wince the most. I'm like,
2: oh, Oh, which part? I maybe I missed it. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, it was it was um there you know, they were having this heart to heart moment between like Michaela and Sam, and she says, Who else could be your girlfriend? I'm like, Oh, that did not oh. age well.
2: <laughs> that did not find age out all. next movie. Screw you, bitch. <laughs> <gasps> <laughs> I do I think their whole the I love you thing. It's so played out. Like oh, I get that's like all they have for them, but it's it's just not, again not adequate. It just feels really empty.
1: Eh, you're right. You're right.
2: And I guess they're doing a thing where like he's scared that she's gonna like leave him, and so he's holding on to that because he thinks it's gonna keep her with him. But I I just I almost wish she didn't come back. I don't feel like she certainly
0: ruins like, the next movie in a way for some people if they were into that.
2: All she needs to do is show up
1: yeah
0: i'm not there they tr- they tried to give her stuff to do and not giving stuff to do, but what is it she had she had wheelie there and that was her reason for being in the movie
2: yeah her little bit of like torturing is another little callback to the afghan war and uh, yeah we'll <laughs> uh guantanamo bay going on.
0: Yeah, probably and then how you know wheelie all of a sudden like t- decides to go with the autobots instead
2: <laughs> yeah once he once he re- starts to worship her it's like his uh like dominatrix yeah or something
0: <laughs> lady <laughs> goddess or whatever here. it was i forget the
2: yep. name um oh yeah with earlier yeah see i mean this guy i mean and he comes back again and again i think he comes back for two more movies and every time yeah, he's-, he's like uh, what do you call it he's the brigadier
1: he's like uh, oh. captain
2: yates that's all he is done him and both of those had character and you're always happy to see them back it's classy doctor who yeah captain yates he never had a story until like his last episode well he, he had a couple little hints before that that he was becoming unsatisfied with things and he had his little I feel like with this would be and. a lawsuit
1: and a dishonorable discharge if you ever did this yes in life. i was thinking the same thing
2: <laughs> unless this guy just dies because <laughs> i mean i don't know what the i mean it seems like he would have smashed his head when he goes flying out or should have at least so who knows, maybe he doesn't survive this. Also, that's
1: true too, but this is just this is you can't do this. Yeah, there is a reason
2: yeah. why they like fall
0: down. I mean, he's trying to get rid of him, yes. I I'm not saying I genuinely believe he's trying to get like keep him away, but like.
2: See, I feel like he should have smashed into that thing as he went down.
0: That was some rubber man right there. Yeah.
2: Potentially. <laughs>
0: Uh, let's see. So you were asking me about what I would do with the two military. It's so funny it's you Captain say. Archer
2: on the other. <laughs> oh really? Well, that's cool. No, not really. Not really. It <laughs> no, it like... looked it looked a little like him. <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> what would I do? It's funny that you mentioned Geek uh Let's do it again because they actually did a Let's do it again for this with Eric there. Oh. Um, you should listen to those. It's pretty funny. Um, yeah, maybe I should. What would I do with those characters? That's a good question. I think I actually moved the series to make them the leads almost, and we—that'd be see, better. We see, the, I think you guys mentioned that already, but we see it from their eyes
2: instead. Instantly better. <laughs> Whose eyes? The soldiers? Both, uh, move right to those. Yeah, those two soldiers. Yeah, both
0: Tyrese and Dunham.
2: Make them. Uh, but the parents wouldn't be there anymore. The terrible college scenes wouldn't be there anymore. Megan Fox wouldn't be there anymore. <laughs>
0: hey Uh, there's no way they would do that if they made a third movie you could almost like say sam like comes back and tries to like get into the army i mean that's maybe stupid but it's just like hey that gives him something to do it's like okay he's now becoming a military character and we expand we see dunham's wife uh and child that we forgot about in the last film maybe we see a bit of tyrese's side um we get to see the relationships with the autobots we can potentially have them like uh contrast with each other but they don't do any of that.
2: <laughs> yeah, and we could see them become more of like a leadership role, like we talked about how much Mean You enjoyed the kind of planning side of things in the Godzilla anime. I
1: hear what y'all are saying, but what you're saying is, is not the Michael
0: Bay way at all.
2: Well, not just that, but it's also... You yeah, know. <laughs> we're just talking about how, how
0: we think it could have been improved. Well, I mean... <laughs> okay, are you saying that with all the assets that we already have? Like,
2: you're stuck with all these yeah. chess pieces, so you have to... Okay, so... so Well, it was, it was more... I was looking at the two of them, and I was like, I feel like those two, just looking at them, it's like, oh, you know, I'm, it's kind of nice that they're back. But it's not nice that they're back because they're completely empty vessels. Yeah. And so, like, why do I care? So I was just thinking, uh, how can you make them more impactful is my... No, I, I, I agree. Of course, here's this stupid fight. Ugh.
0: It's funny, I, I wish...
2: But it's it's a fight
0: to advance the plot. Yep, just insert it. Bickering with uh, that.
1: Somebody pointed out how there's some of this like in pretty much every Michael Bay
0: Transformer movie.
1: Like, random bickering and fighting for no reason like amongst Autobots.
0: Can I also mention how we're in the Last Crusade <laughs> Temple?
1: It's not the exact same one,
2: but I, I mean, could yeah, see it the, like it. Yeah, I could definitely see the resemblance. Something similar. I was more thinking, this is probably a priceless piece of art here, piece of history. That no, I, I think the <laughs> exact
0: same thing. I'm just like, okay, <laughs> blew it up. Um, Yeah, of course, I have to mention, yeah, obviously, like, this is tw- Hindsight's 2020, this is After the Fact. Am I a better writer than Orseer or Kurtzman? Obviously yes. not, because... Uh, I'm in my bedroom right now doing a commentary on *Revenge of the Fallen*. (laughs) Those two are probably in Hollywood somewhere. Who do you think's more successful, somehow? Oh, Kurtzman
2: is is definitely working right now. Yeah, Yeah. so is so is Orsi. I don't know. He's He's running. He's running shows too. They're separated right now, but they'll make their return one day. God, maybe they're better separate. I don't
0: know. (laughs) Have you watched any of the Star Trek stuff recently? Well,
2: that's yeah. Maybe that's a indicator that they're not. Did you watch did, did you watch the mummy? I I actually started watching it on Netflix. Oh, how was it? Like half an hour in. Uh the f- half an hour that I watched wasn't horrible. I was like, "Okay, when's it going to get terrible? I know it's coming." Oh, uh, I can't wait. I'm not not to see a future commentary, but that'll be an
0: interesting. Oh, one. this is not cool. I forgot like the whole matrix thing. Okay. So Matrix of leadership. Let's uh go. okay, okay, okay. <laughs> So they mentioned this, that the Fallen was one of the Primes. Now, if I recall in some media, there are... I don't know if this is in G1, or not there are 13 Primes. And I think Vector Prime might be one of them, but he's from Cybertron, I don't remember if he is. Um, there's 13 Primes, and and the newer like continuities and are like, like mythologies, because we're trying to make the Transformers our theory and legends. The Matrix of Leadership, which was never... Mentioned in the original G one till the movie, Um, you can call it a MacGuffin. You can call it, you know, a problem solver, whatever. Deus ex machina. Um, But it looked like, you know, it looked rectangular and not like whatever you want to call that. Well, (laughs) well, the look of it is the least of my
1: problems. That's fair.
2: (laughs) So, but with the with the thirteen primes. Do they have one named like Lucifer Prime, or this Fallen guy here? Because it's oh, definitely getting the connection there. Uh, maybe,
0: yeah. He's just called the Fallen for some reason. Yeah, Eric, what do you have to say? Because I know you have some. Something no, that just that.
1: I mean, it was like an amazing thing when oh, it was introduced into the the movie, and then they carried on after that, and there was all the mysterious primes. And stuff. It's kind of like I don't know if you guys watch um, My Hero Academia.
0: And <laughs> Uh, and how, what is it called?
1: Uh,
0: what do they call it? Oh my God. Um, no, no, but the, the main, the all all oh, right or whatever. One, one above all? No, no. All one, one for all. all.
1: Yeah. And it's eventually revealed, like um, if you get deep into that show, you know, it, it, it's similar to the Matrix in the way that it was passed down from the original to the next person to the next person. And that's just all interesting.
0: Like an avatar. <laughs> I don't know
1: Avatar that well, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it's interesting, but it's just, again, they just picked it up off, you know, like, okay, look, like I, just to paint my metaphor better, just think of the metaphor of all the Transformer lore as all the toys are laid out in front of Orsi and Kurtzman and whoever else. And they're just grabbing the toys and then they're inventing their own stories but if you've seen the shows that the toys are based on, you're like, wait, but that – no, that's not how this works. But they're just grabbing whatever toys off the shelf and just putting them in whatever situations. And maybe they just read the back of the box so they know like the, the most basic thing about that character or its origin. But they're just completely bastardizing it and creating their own story, um, whatever they want to do. They're just using the, the Transformer toy box. And, and that just pretty much sums it all up for – for all these yep. five movies. Because Bumblebee is the only one that brings it back. It's the only one out of all the live actions wow. that starts to bring it back to the actual toys and the actual origins and the actual... Ge- That's the only real Gen 1 movie, uh, influenced movie, out of all the live actions.
2: Agreed. Now, do you guys know anything about tasers? I, I feel like tasing someone right like they're neck
0: probably yeah, where their carotid artery is
2: yeah probably be a lot more you know fatally dangerous uh, no, i'm not a teaser expert <laughs> i'm not the medical expert here but i
0: know that's that can't be good
2: it definitely made me dislike this guy even more that he was so careless with that guy's life mm-hmm. that's fair i know it's not- supposed to be a joke but noted i just can't stand i this mean guy. again jokes that are immoral like you know <laughs> well
0: just unpleasant <laughs> well yeah that's that's what immoral is unpleasant. Well, more, repugnant actually.
2: Well, oh, immoral can be fun, especially in films. What if you treated this movie as a black comedy? What I would think be it's supposed to be a black comedy, and to some degree, how? How? I don't know. Well, have you ever? Did you ever see Pain and Gain? No, I know I didn't. Pain and Gain is like Michael Bay trying to be more self-aware by being like, okay, I'm going to make a really grotesque comedy. But that's kind of the point, like it's supposed to be kind of hideous. And so it's him finally realizing okay, maybe I can use this as a strength. The fact that I make really unpleasant humor. And it works okay in that movie. It's... I was going to but... say, I think
1: some people like that movie. I mean, from what it is. yeah. you saw it, but...
2: For later Michael Bay, it's one of the more interesting ones, even though I still find it just too unpleasant to enjoy. Oh, there's this bit
0: about that <laughs> um okay oops <laughs> by the way this movie replays and redoes the scene from when they face Scorponok in the mm. first movie oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's yeah. in egypt this time instead of qatar or I was this guy qatar.
1: who's been sitting next to the general i don't know the actor's name right he is he just does these kind of roles like in everything where he's just like the quiet guy who's next to the general, who's the random military guy. He's just that guy. Never has like a main role, a big speaking role. He's just kind of like um, Ron Howard's brother, how Clint Howard, how he just shows up and stuff. Well, of course he shows up in his brother's movies, but he's like a, he's like a Clint Howard. He just shows up. That guy following the general right there. I've been wanting to say it the whole movie.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. I've definitely seen him a bunch of stuff too. Not the general
0: himself, right? We're talking about his no. assistant or his aide. Yeah, it's his right hand yeah. man who doesn't talk okay. very much. That guy right there. Thank turned you. his head, and looked over his Stay shoulder. behind him.
2: Okay, that guy. Yeah, that, again, I mean, so much of these movies feel like they repeat themselves. It's actually why I like The Last Night the most, because it feels the one that stands apart the most. Oh, here we go! Oh, yeah, this definitely feels like the. Oh, there we go! Nice drone shot. UAVs. That's not good. Oh, uh, I just want to watch interstellar.
0: <laughs>
2: Should do it afterwards. <laughs> yeah, we'll jump in interstellar. Good, uh, good,
0: good palate cleanser. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, the matrix leadership basically. Caleb is a you know, either write a passage or like um. Like I want to say the crown, but like y- you kind of know what it means. It basically means that whoever wields it or has it, and, and it chooses the person, not the, uh, the other way around. It And that's, if you remember in 86, that was kind of the whole point. Is that it didn't mm-hmm. choose Ultra Magnus, it chose Hot oh, be... It's like um, the Darksaber, actually. Well,
1: if you're keeping up with the Star Wars stuff, the Darksaber works similar.
2: Or like the ring in Lord of the Rings. I actually did like that, that he repeated his one man alone betrayed by the country he loves bit. I actually did not, find that a little amusing. So, I didn't hate everything John, T- John Turturro did this time. So, <sighs> um, there you go. Sure. <laughs> no, I, I found it amusing. I like the guy. who's like, hey, you're not alone. I'm right here. I kind of like that. <laughs> for whatever reason, the scenes with those two together, I just... Something about them just, just does not work for me
1: talking about the decepticons
2: or humans or yeah the two decepticons like we had that scene earlier when he was like beating him up on the roof of that building that's Trey. the
0: dynamic
2: yeah that actually that actually rings true to the
1: original material in a weird way
2: it's just kind of flat him. but ma- again maybe Megatron at this point is just starting to feel flat like I felt in that first movie he had more presence yeah, I agree but this one I, I Hey, there's
0: Bone Crusher again. <laughs> Bone Crusher 2. Oh, uh, yeah. I forgot about that dude. That's funny. Like so, this t- I definitely
1: remember the action sequences from the first movie more. Well, I've probably seen the first movie a lot more times than I've seen this movie.
0: I will say this. This is what I kind of wanted at the end of the first movie. Where instead of them being fighting inside a heavily populated area, urban setting, mm-hmm. they fight out like in in the desert and their outskirts, so that there's less people. Now, of course, yes, there are still people here. I'm not denying that, but there's potentially less people than there would be in a like urban setting.
1: That's funny because you know, in contrast, I said like with Godzilla movies, I like it more. Well, because of the spectacle when they're like yeah. in the urban centers, I hate when they're in the stupid island. This
2: is just nothing. Oh no! But that's got some. For whatever reason, I keep thinking of Tenet during uh, some of these scenes, especially the military scene. Oh, I thought about that
1: when I was watching the making of these scenes. The end. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about Tenet and and that particular
0: scene. This was like for this was like a big fan moment for me. I was like, oh my goodness, we're finally it's finally happening. We're gonna see like a combiner. We're gonna see Devastator, and I was
2: like, this is this yeah. Is a big thing. And again, my sound system, love this scene.
1: It was cool, but I wish in some kind of way it was reminiscent of the original Devastator 8. Not exactly, but, you All, know, I mean, something relatable.
0: You're not getting any original designs. I mean, okay, you're getting original designs here. Like, these are original, but you're not getting, like, the original designs. Like, you're never getting the, the green and purple. Like, there's no... Yeah, way.
1: I get it, but I mean... It's a, but it's but it's like when it combines, um, those weren't called combiners; they were called something else back then. But um, I don't know. Um, it's but it's like a creature monster rather than I don't know. It's, it's just completely non-relatable uh, to like the
0: original. Like yeah, it looks like a giant gorilla. <laughs> I gotta look it
1: up. I can't remember what they were called. The ones that I the remember they were cons. No, 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 no. The ones that no, the ones that fit together like Uniters or something. Um, I can't remember what they were called in
2: the in the toy. When two become one. No, 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 not that. Um, okay. This building's weird. What's with all the bottles? That's, like, are those like its window? Like, what is that? It's kind of cool. I know it's not, but it's, like,
0: like, it's cool if it's like its window. I think that's what it's meant to be. Yeah.
2: Oh, hmm. well, looks like Star Scream's on the prowl. I don't think the effect shots hold up here quite the same. Something just looks a little off. Maybe it's my DVD, actually.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Um, the grading is definitely a little bit more intense. And Turs Ravincher. Mean, what does okay. he transform into? That's my question. I know he's a cool design, but I'm like, what is he? Yeah, do? he's cool. He's, he's like a, a cat, a big cat, but like a combination of like a lynx and. He's a panther. I know that. I just like what is. Oh, this? the original, but this one yeah. is like a combination of different cats. Maybe
2: maybe yeah. he turns into a suitcase. <laughs> or that a was box. that was sound wave. <laughs> I'm just trying to think. He's got to, he's got to turn to something small. So yeah, that's not good. Oh,
1: they do call him a combiner. I don't remember it being called a combiner back in the day.
0: Oh, look at that. Uh, that's one
2: thing. Just getting his head torn off, basically. Now I'm going to tear your head off. I hope he does. We don't need a uh, Shia back for the third one. Just tear his head off too. I want to see some human violence if we're going to get this kind of Transformers violence. Listen, if I want to see human violence, I'll go watch Death Wish.
0: <laughs>
2: oh, dear. Or The Punisher. See, I think it actually makes it worse. The fact that they're like... Because we see a lot of human death in this movie. That scene with that big uh, two-wheeled guy rolling down the highway. He was killing people left and right. But Oh, yeah, with them all, Sure, yeah, I know what you mean. But then the... There's no brutality to it. It's, it's like it has no teeth except for when the Transformers are around. Well,
0: that's no different than when people die in like the Star Trek 09 films.
2: Well, but then we don't have scenes of like extreme brutality in the next scene where it's totally fine. That's that's what makes it weird to me. It almost feels like they're like. It, it reminds me of the, the droids in Star Wars where like they're pretending that they're like humans like everyone else. But then it's OK because they're disposable. So it's like, are the Transformers disposable? Because you'd never do that kind of brutality to a human in a PG-13, but it's totally fine. It's
1: implied that they have, no, that they have souls. Yeah, sentient.
0: but again, they... It makes me feel weird. (laughs) Like, they don't don't talk about that in... This was a trailer shot. They don't talk about that in, like, the films of, like, how these are actually characters, not just, you know, machines. These are no different than soldiers on the battlefields. Hey, no wonder they're, they're basically the same, Caleb. As uh, they're no different than like Tyrese or or oh, man. Dunham in your in your opinion. So I was wondering about this.
2: Mean robots suck.
1: Back when this came out on Blu-ray, um, originally, it was one of the first, if maybe the first. I mentioned this before another time. It was like the first Blu-ray I'm aware of that they actually put the IMAX version on the Blu-ray for home and. Yeah the IMAX scenes were only these scenes with Devastator or whatever we're calling that thing. Um, and so I've never watched the 4k disc all the way through. So I didn't know if the 4k disc was going to show the IMAX scenes or not. And it looks like it's not. And I'm, I'm kind of saddened <laughs> because at the time on that Blu-ray, cause it goes like full screen on these parts. Mm-hmm. It, it was the premier looking Blu-ray. Like there was no Blu-ray that looked better. At the time, and I would just watch this. This scene—it was just incredible. Back in 2010 or whatever, whenever that Blu-ray came out.
0: Don't worry, guys. Wheeljack's okay. Our wheeljack, mud
2: flaps okay. This is when I stopped watching it. Today, I started to fall asleep. <laughs> How do you fall asleep during like this kind of action? But I did, and so I was like, I can't watch this anymore.
1: Like I said, it—I didn't fall asleep just because. This was the best looking thing on film at the time. Uh CGI wise. It was, there was like nothing better.
0: I'm kinda sad that like these two didn't like power link um and combine into like a larger being. Like that would have because they kind of did that at the beginning when they actually did something that I've never seen before where they've probably done this before where they actually combined oh, yeah. into like yes, so the ice cream cart, but like I don't see that. They usually it's usually robot yeah. merging with robot, whereas it's not like robot in uh, alternative mode in their vehicle form, merging with each other. That's something cool. Okay, wait. Technically, Jetfire and Jetstorm did that in... Or animated, but, like... Hmm. Eh, I, eh, that was... Eh, I don't know. It was, it was, like, just two jets, like, coming together, and that
2: was if Like, one yeah, on thing that bottom. was I remember thinking that was really strange when they, like, split in half. I was like, wait, they're that one car? Is that a thing? Never seen that before with Transformers, but...
1: It looked like
2: Oh, here comes these two. When um
1: when well, so I call him spike What the hell's his name, Sam? Sam. When Sam and Michaela came down the little sand dune hill approaching the little village. It looked like they just used an alternate take of a shot that we saw like 5 minutes ago. Like they were coming <laughs> down the same exact hill they just showed like a different take of it this time. <laughs> yeah.
2: Let's see. Who is this guy? Shoot the parents. Please. Shoot the parents. I want to see them burst into a million pieces. Wait, how did Maybe they end up mom? here? I
1: don't remember. How did the parents end up in Egypt?
2: Uh, They got captured. Yeah, when they were in Paris. The robot <laughs> showed up and kidnapped them.
1: Oh, uh, okay, okay. That explains
0: it. I, I couldn't remember. When they're eating
2: their Canadian goose uh, shit. It was, <laughs> it, was,
0: it was air quotes escargot.
2: Now, didn't they say that? She's like, what's this part? And he's like, that's uh, Canadian goose poo. And she's like, well, it's disgusting. And I was like, what the fuck? What is this?
1: <laughs> well, there's that goose thing where they like force that stuff into their stomach and like force feed them, and then I don't know. I'm
2: not a fan. to the rescue. I like this design.
0: Who's who is this guy? I gotta look him up.
2: Yeah, that guy's kind of cool. Yeah, I like the red. What was he when he was
1: a vehicle?
0: Um, he's something. I don't know. I mean, just so, in the movie. Also, Ravenger is basically just Scorponok, but like, you know, a panther instead of a scorpion. This guy's
2: my favorite. Man, the way
1: they did that animation um, on the fight, just, just for that oh, little
2: bit. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Wow. Oh, yeah. See, I didn't watch this scene earlier, so geez. Listen,
0: some people just like slasher films where they want to see, you know, Jason get the kill, for instance, in Friday the 15th. I
1: much prefer seeing it here than when it's humanoids in, in live action. Except know. for Mortal Kombat, I'll give it a pass because I mean it's obviously it's Mortal Kombat. Yes, yeah, so I'll give that a pass, and it's also fantastical. But if it's like a supposed to be like a real movie or like a slasher movie, oh yeah, I'd much rather watch a robot spine get pulled
2: out. Oh, Skipjack, that was his name. Okay, that's pretty cool. Well, you don't like when the Predator rips people's spines out in the Predator franchise. I love that shit.
1: I don't really care one way or the other. I'm not. I'm not an Uber Predator fan or a hater. It just is what it is.
2: I think it's just because there's such an unpleasant vibe to these movies overall that I just can't get behind the, uh, the violence for whatever reason, which is weird. Cause yeah, I can like super get into some like maniac, this really grimy 80 slasher, but yet yeah, this puts me off. It's weird. <laughs> That's
0: <laughs> fascinating. If I may say so, maybe it's because it's the odds or
1: something. Cause I feel like the Gen Z version of you, whoever that person is or whatever follows Gen Z. I don't know what that Gen's called. But I feel like when that person gets to be your age, they'll have a better appreciation for the odds. I think maybe the odds is too close in time for you. You just, you have no, and you don't have nostalgia for it properly.
2: Yeah, no nostalgia at all. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, generally movies from the late 90s up until around 2010, especially big blockbusters, I think most of them are pretty miserable to sit through. But it's because a lot of them were directed by people like this. People who wanted to be Roland Emmerich, which I feel like Michael Bay is kind of in that category. He was better than them at his prime.
1: I, 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 I firmly think. Man, yeah. uh, you know, man, <laughs> you, know, you had to be again. You had to be in the '90s, and you had to go with the progression of his career when he was on his upswing. His his movies were. it was almost like James Cameron like, because James Cameron, like, almost, you know, like, almost all his movies were amazing, except for Abyss. I mean, how they performed. I like the Abyss. But I'm saying all his movies were box office smashes except for the Abyss. And Michael would had that similar kind of trajectory, where everything he did was a box office smash. And, like, just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And all his 90s movies were, like, Everybody rented those at the time. Like they, that was like the stuff. That
0: was that was the thing. Oh boy! The military knows now. We're gonna get the we're gonna we're gonna get the whole army now. They're all gonna come in. Cue shots and montages of the aircrafts going off. I like the music here. Oh golly! Can I call back to that first movie? New Divide has just been like playing
2: in the background the whole time as well. I forgot about that. That is hilarious. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention because we talked over it a bit. What did you guys think of all the Green Day at the beginning of this? I was like, wow, there's a flash from the past. <laughs> Haven't heard any Green Day in years. I'd have to go back and hear it, but but this movie and the first one, they
1: were still... Oh. like They were rocking the soundtrack when that was already out of vogue for a lot of movies. Or, like, if, I was just thinking about that the other day because I forgot Like the original Spider-Man was one of those soundtrack kind of movies. Um, yeah. God, Godzilla 98 was one of those yes, it was. soundtrack kind of and the Transformers 1 and 2 were like some of the last big budget movies I can think of that that did the, the traditional soundtrack thing that was like established like in the 80s because I did like these Linkin Park songs and I thought the, I was a Linkin Park fan at the time and I thought they were pretty decent songs the, the ones that they did contribute to this movie and the previous one.
2: Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I think the first one had a, a better soundtrack, but it's not terrible for this one in terms of song selections. Yeah, I'm trying to think of some other big blockbusters from around this time that were interesting. I mean, of course there's Bond, but that's almost in a league of its own. Uh
1: it, it was there was of course there was Star Trek 2009. Of course Avatar came out in 2009.
2: Oh yeah, so the upswing was already in effect from the kind of terrible aughts in terms of blockbusters. But
1: Transformers
2: was the like the first
1: Transformers. Like things have been quiet. I mean, there was the Matrix, of course, a real gun, eh? I mean, the trilogy. trilogy. But um, but things were quiet, and then all of a sudden, that first Transformer movie came out. And it was like a real surprise.
2: Yeah, I mean, unless you include like superhero movies in that category, because there's all those ones i mean those are blockbusters too but here come the
0: reinforcements
2: i guess in their own kind of
1: yeah but but transformers was top tier like some of those superhero ones were some weren't like you had your spider Mans, but then you had your electros you know and then you had like your fantastic four that would just bomb or whatever
2: Yeah, ghost rider and oh God. yes ghost rider yes and I was seeing them all again. That's that's one of the reasons I was so against the blockbusters at the time. I was like, "Wow, it just can't get any worse at this point."
3: Yeah,
1: it was it was X Men and Spider Man, and then everything else was like lesser. Yeah, <laughs> varying
0: degrees. Man, where is uh
1: well? Iron Man came out in two thousand eight, before yep. the year before this. But it was but it was still low key, and it was before we realized what was going to happen. Yeah, with all that stuff.
0: Man alive, where is Starscream to like? Come and wipe out all these Air Force guys, like be the anti-aircraft guy, like he did in the first film. You
1: know, it's surprising that Iron Man is 2008 because visually it didn't go with this trope that had been going on for the whole decade. Well, it kind
2: of did. Like it's it's well, it's more it's much more restrained. Stra- yeah, restrained. But it definitely has a different look than most other MCU movies. But it's it's not so saturated,
1: like this and other things of the time.
2: Yeah, this is definitely a more kind of slowed down ending compared to the last movie, curiously. It weirdly is. Dang.
0: Whoa. Like again, this this oh it's another money shot. I
2: remember that, um, that was, in the movie. That was a good
0: shot. Like, that was a really cool effect. Yeah.
1: But again, I, I think of this as kinda of like being Jaws 2 to Jaws 1 as far as for the <laughs> Transformer franchise. Well, it's just hey, jaws 1 did really well. Let's just double down on everything. But the movie's obviously not as good as the first. By a mile.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's I, I guess I can see that comparison. The only difference I would say is I think jaws continued to get worse after jaws 2. Oh, absolutely. Or I think Transformers actually gets better after this point.
1: It's I think it's a mixed bag. Um in some ways, some things get better, some things get worse, but it continues to bloat. Oh man! Well, I'll talk about it in the, in the other sequels because
0: yeah, yeah, leave it for this one.
1: I think Bae, he starts doing what I used to always say, like Chinese movies used to do. I used to watch a lot of Chinese movies, uh, which seem like they don't edit anything out; like they just shoot everything and they just keep it all True. in. And, and they don't they don't think about pacing. they don't think about unnecessary like elements of the plot. They just throw it all in. and that's how I feel as we get into the later
3: sequels.
2: Oh, I feel that with this. And what makes it worse is we've had all this relatively pretty looking action. like there's some great shots here. but there's no momentum because what's even happening? I mean, what <laughs> I mean I suppose there's kind of a driving force, but it's it seems really belabored. I just don't care. So. Oh my god, that was
1: insane, that robot. The the cement truck. That was crazy.
0: Ooh, nice. That's yeah, nice to get
2: Chip Fire back, I suppose.
0: And here, wait, as you make his return, it's Scorponok 2.0! Nice! Go, brother. You
2: survived, sort of.
0: It's the greatest hits. I'm the
2: dad of that little guy that went down Sam's throat earlier. Where
0: the hay is... Yeah, that's true. Where the hay is... Well, we were ahead Grander. Where the hay is Brawl, who's stupidly called devastated Lo- whatever i already addressed that
2: yeah oh cut back to the what's go- the actual plot finally after like 15 minutes of just action i mean okay he's
0: at least doing something he's he's uncovering the the star harvester
2: yeah that's that's my point it's been like 15 minutes of just action with no consequence no that's fine. oh here we go oh you're right oh boy this this shot in the theater I sunk down in my seat and audibly groaned. I couldn't believe it. How did how did you
0: not walk out at this point? And
2: again, I told you, at the end of the movie, everyone got up and clapped. It got a standing ovation. There it
0: is. It's the railgun. There's a potential deus ex machina, if you want to call it. Bam! Honestly. Once we actually have real railguns, it's like... Oh boy. That's going to be scary. Corpse machine. One shot. Now, if
1: we were actually listening to the dialogue and going through it there there's so much more we can nitpick
0: yeah yes um, yeah
1: because <laughs> like Totoro's going there because he's trying to get the coordinates so they can shoot it Yep. and he knows about the rail gun that's supposed to be top secret mm-hmm. and he's telling him you got to use it and he's trying to get the coordinates when they can just see it from the ship mm-hmm. like just aim for the top of the pyramid you don't need coordinates or
0: i mean they're very gettable yep. like just on google uh-oh are they gonna make it
2: yeah just convoluted just yeah that's why there's not even much point addressing at this point, because it's just like, yeah, not, the movie's kind of stopped.
1: And that's just one part of the movie. We could just tear apart the whole thing if we were actually going through all the dialogue yes. and all the... Swiss cheese. Minutia. <laughs> man, a B-2, a B-1 bomber. Like, man, you don't ever see that in a movie. No, you don't. They just got, they just got like, all the coolest
0: planes and, man. That is the, like, definition of what a Y-Wing should be. This is what, like, should have been the beginning of Episode 7. I mean, a. Excuse me. Are those transformers dead? Um, bunch of them are.
1: Okay, so this right here at the time was the biggest explosion that had ever been done on film
2: ever. And somehow Megatron survived. Ooh. And it's all in just this like cataclysm of just nonsense action where I just tune out because it's like, yeah, some of these are these shots are fantastic, but just sitting and watching it. And like, oh. my gosh,
1: when you watch the special features of when they do that explosion our main cast of characters were insanely close to that explosion oh wow it is so insane like if if they weren't running if they had just stood where they were like if someone had like pulled their i don't know hamstring and were stuck where they started running it blows up like right there like where they started standing oh wow she actually
0: said that i forgot about that that's your one movie that's your one. Oh, but I
1: was going to say earlier, too, a little bit while ago, when you watch the making and you see, like, all that the art department put into all these robots and and their own lore of how they transform and how they, all the individual different transformers, it reminds me of, like, watching the making of The Phantom Menace. And you see how much, like, the artisans put into, like, their concepts and their creatures and Everything and all their backstory they made up that's not in the movie, you know, and mm-hmm. it just and it's just window dressing that just like yeah, it's all for not passes for a fleeting moment just for like Caleb to take a dump on the movie and it's it's just crazy, like what the guys put into it and like they did the same thing for Lord of the Rings, except everyone reveres Lord of the Rings, the the movies, but they put like that much same type of heart and soul, blood, sweat and tears.
0: And they're always just
2: like, yeah, wait, be careful
0: with the defibrillators or else your chest is going to his chest is going to open
2: up. <laughs> I don't fault those people at all. It's all the fault of it's all to a vision that has no vision. I mean, Michael Bay, <laughs>
0: story and director. That's all it comes down to sometimes for Caleb is how's the story? and How's the director?
2: You look at all that stuff for the behind the scenes on the Phantom Menace and stuff. Then you listen to Lucas himself and it's like, why aren't these people this giant collection of people making the movie? George Lucas has no vision for the movie. He's just like, oh, what are we gonna do? Uh, well, yeah, I like your design here. Okay, I gotta sit down and make my script. <laughs> I <don't need> have <laughs> these notes here. He writes a in weekend. a weekend. <laughs> <impersonation.
0: laughs> no, you're on the asteroid from he, he. literally is. He's on the asteroid from Armageddon. This is so funny. Holy smokes! And it's also Kevin Michael Richardson. Welcome back, buddy. We haven't seen you in a while. He was. Oh. He was also in uh uh what is that movie called that we watched we, we brought it before? Yeah, uh um... National Security. He's the guy on the telephone. That's right. Other stuff (laughs) as well. And he would then go on to voice... What was... Yeah, what would he do? They all look like... Cliff Jump. Like robot. That was rock. Um, Bulkhead, that's who he is. He played Bulkhead later on Prime. That's funny.
1: If if there was such a thing as like humanoid robot krills, like that's how all the... Primes or whatever those were supposed to be. I don't like it. I don't like the aesthetic. Mm. Weird, sharp skeletons.
0: My question is, how do they transform, or what do they transform into? That's that's what I don't want.
1: Uh, krill. They just turn into
2: robot krill. You guys ever heard of a uh, Hyperion? Uh, the Marvel character. No, it's a series of novels.
0: Oh yeah, there was yeah. So I heard something about that. Yeah, Dan Simmons.
1: See, that's why it's shaped the way it is, so he can stab it into his heart.
0: Yeah, basically. Not just place it in there, like, gently. No, it's got to be, like, a stab, because stabs are cool.
1: Oh, They're just recreating the scene from Pulp Fiction. The
0: Resurrection of Optimus Prime, which didn't actually happen in 86. It happened in, like... Was it mid-season three or whatever it was in in the actual continuity?
1: Uh... Well, it was a long season, too. um, And then... And then the way season two ended, it had like a three part special, and then that's that was the that was the end of the American run, and it was also the yeah. resurrection of Alpha Oh wait,
0: another person who uses uh, tr- uh, space bridge technology. Forgot about that. The yeah <laughs>
2: hacks hacks. <laughs> hey, now you sound like me, screaming at Or-C and Kurtzman. <laughs> that's fair. But if uh, if you guys look up the Shrike from Hyperion. For whatever reason, these guys reminded me a lot of those those books. They're also like robot guys, filled with all those spiky bits all over them. And yeah, I never thought about it, but could definitely be a ref, like an influence. It's not my thing.
0: Oh no, it's the plot of Force Awakens. This is not good. JJ Hacks Hacks. He was talking with Artsy and Curtsey when they, Artsy and when they were, Kurtzman when they were oh, talking yeah. about
2: 2009 and Into Darkness. They came up together. They all started on. But oh, wait, wait. wait.
1: Yeah, right. Well, which part is, like, Force Awakens?
0: Oh, just when, like, how the Star Killer base uh, steals, you know, uses a sun to power its laser. Yeah.
2: Oh, okay, okay, okay.
0: <laughs> Except this is different.
2: I'm sure they were sitting in for some of those meetings for Force Awakens, just hanging out there, buddy. <laughs> I can believe that, Hey, actually. remember that idea we had on that Hack, uh, hack Transformers movie? Yeah. Hey, maybe your plot here.
1: Well, kid, <laughs> I don't know anything about Hyperion, but I just Googled it, and you are very correct. Yeah. You are extremely correct. Oh, no. Also, I didn't really care for the look of what's-his-name, like the Big Bad in uh, the Justice League live-action movie. Because oh, he had that yeah. crazy metallic Captain look. Wolf? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was not a fan. Oh, fan. this I mean, is I'm like, a DC guy, but I'm just saying. I don't this
0: know what is like what I wanted. Like, this is... This is cool. I was waiting for this, because, man, if you watch... <laughs> Armada, Energon, or Cybertron—like this is this this was in there every week. Uh, this this was my jam, man. Like just just seeing them combine Optimus and Jet... like Jetfire to Optimus, although usually it wouldn't end in Jetfire's demise. It would actually be like right, you know,
1: right. He just he, he just drops him like he's nothing yeah, after he's done with him. That's uh, oh, uh, you know what? this is like this is like X Men Apocalypse.
2: Oh no, God! You're right. Better, better <laughs> about that. Better. <laughs>
1: oh. Uh, probably better. No,
2: Apocalypse is better than this.
1: Oh, I don't know, man. That was, um, that was rough. definitely better. That was really rough. I don't know. That was, oh, that it's was rough. Like a rough X Men movie. Uh, yeah, the only thing it was better than was The Phoenix. Oh, God.
0: That
2: was uh, the that second was... time they did The Phoenix. Two on one again. There's at least likable characters in that movie that get ruined by the end. This, there's no likable characters, and it's just... It, plus, it's way longer. But, I don't know... Uh, Actually, maybe oh. not. Maybe Apocalypse is like 220 as well.
1: Oh. There, there's, there's a part of a reason why the second Phoenix got really screwed over.
2: Nice.
0: That, that's a tale
1: for another day. Yeah, no doubt.
0: <laughs> Didn't go and finish him off, though. Oh, look who's, you know, calling for him now. Yeah, this is... Ah, oh, this is all just-
1: I was gonna say in the original cartoons, the closest thing I could think of to like a, a, a transform like melding with something else was the um, the Ultra Magnus toy. Um, that's the only oh, thing wow. I can think of that's even relatable. Um, I, I don't know if you're familiar with the toy, but Fatality. It was um, the coolest thing because the Ultra Magnus toy, you fall,
0: beautiful. beautiful,
1: was a clone of the Optimus. Prime truck toy. It was the exact same thing, except it was all white instead of red and blue. But then Ultra Magnus, his trailer was like a, what do you call it? Like a car, a car transport, you know, thing, you know, how they put all the cars on the back of the, the trailer, like to go to a dealership. Oh yeah. One of those, one of those transport trailers. Right. So that's what his trailer was. Ultra, the toy. So Ultra Magnus, the toy would just be just like the regular Optimus Prime. But then you would manipulate the trailer, and it became like his outer casing, and he became like this super Optimus Prime toy, and that was
0: amazing. That's the uh, only thing I
1: could think of that really like relates to this.
0: So what Cybertron stole, I see. And Energon sort of did that with the uh, four Minicons that he had. Man alive. I can't wait to talk about this in the credits.
1: Have you seen the new newish toys, Isaac? Or I don't even know if you ever care about any of the toys for any of the different generations. I do love the
0: ki- the toys, by the way. I don't have all of them. I think... <laughs> let's put it this way. I need to have a larger room to have, like, transfer- Transformers toys. Have you seen the, like,
1: the 86 movie toys they've
0: come out with in the last year or two? They've, like, really updated them, haven't they, eh? They're amazing.
1: I mean, they're brand new. I mean, they're brand new designs, but they look... Just like the '86, like whether they're vehicle form or robot form, they look just like they do in the movie.
0: Yeah, it's the updated versions of them, eh? Oh yeah, they're definitely <laughs> updated,
1: and they they look amazing. But By speaking way, of Beast
2: Wars, oh go ahead. I actually did like that last scene with Megatron and Starscream. There, I didn't really like their dynamic through the whole movie. I thought something felt off, but I liked that last scene. <sighs> but anyway, sorry, that's not fully related by just No, that's 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 fair. Oh my god, Megan Fox Oh, dude, oh my god Foxy for you?
1: I mean, that was like, I don't remember that shot She's just, man I'm in just, the same
0: pose as I was in the very end
1: And she practically oh. looks the
0: same now in 2022, which is just completely bonkers
2: Yeah, with Machine Gun Kelly This is the stuff right. I also can't take in these movies His speechifying it just makes me laugh every time. Oh, here we go. Irwin Kruger. Yeah, Irwin Kruger. We recently saw saw him on Ghost in the Shell twenty seventeen. He wrote that script as well. That's right. Also, a Paramount film. Oh yeah. So again, no advancement. Goes back to school. I'm still a normal guy. Just trying to live my life. Bookends. So again, that's why I like the third one. At least they give some advancement there. And stops lavinas oh wow spielberg he did 200 and uh 200 million dollar or 210 million dollar
0: movie everybody certainly shows oh it made like
1: it made 836
0: million dollars no i'm saying box. like the budget for this movie no
2: i know i know i know but i'm saying like yeah deborah l scott hmm. What's the name and call? again i remember getting everyone was standing up in the theater and i stood up because i felt weird that i wasn't, but. Everyone was clapping, and I was just like, wow, really? Like, I'm, I'm shocked. I'm I was shocked. still jazzed.
1: I didn't like it as much as the first, but I, I was still jazzed at this point. in the. No, but weirdly, Beast Beast Wars. So I was at my local Walmart Saturday, a few days ago. And, uh, you know, I was kind of like, I'll check out the toys, you know? Like, you know, saw the new stuff. And then there was like a um, like a little Allegra. like a bargain bin section and I have no idea why, but there was a bunch of rat traps and Cheeto or whatever his name is, Cheeto. Yo! And, and, and what was weird is like they didn't look like reissues. They didn't look like updates. They looked like the way I remember the original toys looked. And I could not understand. All they had were those two. That's it. And there was a like multiple of them, dude. and I couldn't understand why are these toys even here. Like they don't make any sense. It's like, the, I they don't they don't they didn't have updated packaging. It was just like they fell out of a of a time warp, and just like fell into the store, and I couldn't understand like what what's that about,
0: dude? What, yo, this that's that's awesome. I was gonna buy them, but I was like, what am I doing? Nice,
1: yo. Maybe I'll go back and try to find them. I just don't understand why those toys. Why they? There's no other Beast Wars stuff. It's it's not a reissue, remake. It's just the original toy, the the
0: same exact one. Man alive, Eric! You should have totally bought those. They're probably still there. You should go buy them. You gotta buy them. People are like, "What the fuck? The the, because the rat looks kind of dumb
1: nowadays, like compared to the new toys."
0: Yeah, is it is it their is it their first forms? Is there is it their like yeah ad, yeah uh, mammalian forms? Okay, so it's their so it's not their trans metal war forms. No okay. no no no, it's like the original or whatever it was trans something. I know it was trans metal. Yeah, no, it's their original
1: basic, the cheetah one and the and the rat. I have no idea why.
0: So, so that was uh that was Revenge of the Fallen, everybody. Caleb, final assessment.
2: Go. I think I've made it very clear that I kind of despise this film. This will probably be my last time ever watching it. Thank God, that's fair. um, I do think this is the absolute piss. I don't think any other Transformers film gets this bad. I don't think any other Michael Bay film gets this horrible, except for maybe bad boys, Two. You <laughs> know, it's been a while since I've seen bad boys, Two, but they feel very much of the same piece. So, yeah, not not a fan. But but your guys' thoughts? <laughs> uh. I I okay. It's a completely flawed, broken movie.
1: There's no doubt about that. Especially watching it now, which I didn't think at the time. But it's apparent watching it now in hindsight. It's a completely flawed and broken movie. That said, it still has cachet with me. Ah. It sounds lame, but just by the simple fact that there's only two Megan Fox Transformer movies that elevates it, (laughs) and it has nothing to do with their acting or lack thereof. But while there is something more to extract from some of the later sequels, like if you're trying to really take them seriously or follow along, what I did not like, and this is just based on my memory, I don't know what I'm going to think if I watch them again now, but from my memory... You see, they just continued to bloat regardless of if the story made better sense or if there was more interesting characters or not or Transformers or not. They just continued to bloat. See, this is just the beginning of the bloat where I wasn't so aware of it and it didn't bother me. But 3 is the one that started to break my camel's back With like when it seemed to be really going like kitchen sink and everything was getting in there. And then again, the, the two that followed, even though they were okay to watch, they were just so, like, can you cut something? Like, um, it's kind of like uh, Last Jedi. Like, I thought the movie was going to end, like, after the big duel between um, Rey and, and Stoke and all that bullshit. And I was, like, ready to get out of the theater at that point already, you know? Uh, and I was like, what the fuck? They're going to go to this other fucking planet? Holy shit. Like, oh, my God. Like how can this be happening and that's kind of how i felt like in the later sequels at least in my memories like fuck like i've had enough already like i enjoyed the current movie i'm watching but it's still fucking going like there's another thing um and so i don't know those those were bad things for me in the in the the sequels to come
2: well that's fair that's how i was feeling with this movie and that's how i felt (laughs) with uh with the uh, last Jedi by the time we got to rise of Skywalker, I was just like, okay, I'm ready for whatever crap you got. <laughs> and, uh, it was, a, it was more of a fun experience. Cause it was, I was treating it like a bad movie, but, but for you, Isaac, I guess, uh, what, what do you got for, I don't know. I feel like you've been more cagey with this one. You've been more like hesitant to give your opinions <laughs> or something. I don't know. <laughs> I guess I have. Um, now this, th- there's, there's a lot of problems with the film. I'm not denying that
0: a lot of, a lot of the humor is, is bad. It uh, doesn't work, and shouldn't be in any movie, I think, ever. Um, this film is not good at all. It's a disgrace. Not even a disgrace, but it shouldn't have Transformers in the name, and yet it does. And it was it was a box office success. And I continue to see a series that I'm like I love as much as other people do, but I certainly do have an affiliation with this series. Um, I get to see adaptations of it just not do what I've seen and what there's potential for to be done justice. And actually look at it from a thinking man's or thinking person's science fiction film. And it said it's a big dumb action film. Now it's not to say I don't want a big stupid action film with this with this series. I just like, kind of similar with Godzilla, um planet of monsters or you know the godzilla earth trilogy i would like you know the action to justify itself and be justified from uh from the story that that would be cool but we didn't get mm-hmm. that and you know i had it after four th- i should have just ended it with three because it took a while because these films came out like every two years i was like wow hmm. these they're making these things fast. Um. And then they, like, took a break for the fourth one. But we'll, we'll get to that eventually. So, yeah, I, I'm, I don't know, I just, even though I agree with you with every sense that you say, Caleb, I just, I don't know, I just, I just don't want to completely agree with you in this, in the moment. Um, Yeah, I, I don't want to go back to this film even, but the, the only thing that makes me want to come back is just the scenes with, like, I want to do, a, like, a full edit of just, like, the Transformers and that's it. And yeah, it's brutalization of like, you know, these robots, like, oh, they're brutalizing each other. I mean, if we could talk about that in universe, that'd be something cool. We don't obviously do that. Why they're like ripping each other apart. If you saw another human being do that to somebody else, you'd just be like, that's, that's completely downright immoral and horrid, abhorrent of you to do. And they'll talk about that. But my stupid the stupid part of my brain likes it. Like, I guess the 12 year old or child in me likes that violence for some reason, just because it's action. I mean, Hey, not to pull the uno card, uh, reverse card, but like you, you do like mindless action games sometimes,
2: right? Well, a game is a different thing than a movie. (laughs) I guess it is. Again, it's, it's how the violence is in the more
0: dull anime, but it's also
1: not very different than like, um, and, Like in Kong Skull Island or whatever, like the way he kills other kaijus and stuff, it's the same type of savage. I don't know, they're they're beasts. No, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah,
2: that's that's part of the difference for me. Yeah, they're treated like kind of mindless beasts. But, But completely, I mean, I love something like Apocalypto. Apocalypto, some people could say, is like overly grotesque with its violence. I fucking love it there. But for whatever reason, and again, I think it's because the movie has such like a weird sense of humor. Like, it feels like such a weird balance to have this brutality mixed in with this such ridiculous humor. It's like, I don't understand it. It doesn't compute in my brain. And it's totally, you know, Isaac. you don't have to. (laughs) I mean, I think I hate this movie more than most people do. It just ticks all the wrong boxes for me to become like one of the more unpleasant films i've seen out of all the movies i've seen yeah that's fair i really really don't like it
0: <laughs> I, I respect your decision for that i can i could certainly see why and there's 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 movies that have the same uh triggering effect for me um i don't know if i could say it not out loud but I don't, I don't know if i can give you an example mm-hmm. um i guess any like comedy film that's I don't know. It was made in the past like 10 years or whatnot. I, I just don't think they, they're that funny. Like uh, what was that thing? Office Christmas Party. That was, I didn't like that film. That was that was like the equivalent of Revenge of the Fallen for me. That was just not a funny film or not a good movie. <laughs> I don't know. I'd rather watch Revenge of the Fallen than like stereotypical
1: Adam Sandler bad comedy movies that he makes, but I don't know.
2: That's, it's not, I don't think that's saying much. I mean, saying At that. least those aren't over two hours. But, um, but that's actually why, even though they become more bloated and terrible as it goes along in terms of just, like, nonstop nonsense action, they really start to dial back the humor, which helps a ton, a fuck ton. So that's that's why I can stand those other movies, and I think they get a lot better once we get Mark Wahlberg.
1: Coming. You know, oh, now that I think about it, the first time I was ever on Sci-Fi Party Line, this is the movie we talked about, because it had just come out. Oh. Oh my god! I can't believe, it. wow! Yeah, that's what it was. And the thing is, oh, I enjoyed it at the time. Uh, Revenge, and it's funny because I on that podcast I was the resident transformer expert supposedly. Yeah. But anyway, um, I'm gonna go back. <laughs> but so I, I remember with the sequels at least, and I feel it with this one somehow. Caleb, me and Carl, who you know, we were always able to appreciate the technical aspects of the filmmaking and the special effects and the robots and what ILM was pulling off. Somehow we were always able to separate that stuff and appreciate it separately. I don't know how or why. So I know that's always helped me get through these Transformer movies. And amongst the sci-fi line crew, I was the only one who hung in for like all five of the Michael Bays because everybody <laughs> tapped out at different points like where they just couldn't go on anymore mm-hmm. except probably Carl. Cause again, he loves robots like in real life. Um, so he was probably all in like me, but yeah, somehow we can appreciate them separately for their construction aside from the script and the acting and whatever, whatever. I
2: don't, yeah. Don't and, know and, why. and to be fair, I mean, I think everyone knows at this point, I just can't deal with certain senses of humor. Like again, like our Woody Allen thing, like, I couldn't even get past, like, good performances because I found the humor so off. Oh, my gosh. That's another reason why I can't. This movie is just. But
1: that's a broad range of humor you don't like because that is nothing like this.
2: No, no, it's definitely nothing like this. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> this is, like, aggressively miserable humor. Like I said, like that mom. This is, like, frat boy humor. Um, yep. That's not what Woody Allen is. Like when I said that that mom was like a living nightmare, I really mean it. <laughs> like it, it makes my skin crawl watching her scenes in this movie, which <laughs> sounds horrible to say, but, but
1: anyway, um, <laughs> I noticed in the credits it said like special thanks to Hans Zimmer. I'm yeah. not sure what he did. That's interesting. Cause I know he, did, he didn't, he didn't do the soundtrack, but maybe he
2: consulted or something. I have no idea. Yeah. I thought he made the, the theme. The like main theme. Oh,
1: theme. that's pos- That's possible. I suppose. Mm-hmm something silly that I got from a YouTube video earlier on this movie. So, you know, Jordan, um, they, they used Jordan for some of the, you know, shooting and whatnot. And, and part of the deal was Jordan was like, you need to, you know, we'd like you to put some, like some, some like Jordan military, like in the movie or something, you know, I <laughs> didn't, I didn't even realize they were even in the movie until someone pointed out on YouTube. So at one point during like the Egypt, ruins fiasco by the end at some point there's these two large helicopters that are coming and one of the american military guys like hey it's the jordan it's like the jordan army or whatever it is jordan air i don't know but they're coming and just these two jordanian military helicopters and they're barely on screen for like five seconds and they get destroyed by decepticons wow and and i was like whoa like i wonder how that played in jordan like Wow. They get like 10, 15 seconds max of screen time. Their helicopters are coming and they just get destroyed as soon as they show up. And I just think that's a little bit weird. But That's not good.
2: <laughs> Whatever. That's not good at all. It's insane. Again, in other movies it wouldn't be a big deal, but when you put it all together, it's like, oh boy. <laughs> it's Michael Bay's insane. Uh, thanks again, guys, for coming along for this journey. I'm sorry if I was Extra miserable this time for this movie. I didn't know what I was going to say on it, so I hope I didn't come across. The...
1: No, 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 no. I give the movie three stars, by the way.
0: Three Matrixes know.
3: out
1: of five. I
0: swept. Oh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> oh, golly. Um, thank you for at least doing it, Caleb. I think you mm-hmm. were right in your passionate displeasure for this. Uh, I think it's warranted. It's certainly one for it. Let me ask you this if you don't mind me asking. Sure. What do you not like more? This movie, The Predator, or National Security. This movie. Because those two, like those last two, I don't like more than this. Like, those two do something worse than this film. I don't know why. The original
2: Predator? No, no, no. The Predator. Oh, The Predator. Okay, I got you. The Predator. I I can give my answers for why. The Predator? At least for part of it becomes like comically bad, like holy crap, I can't believe this exists. Like this is in the like the terrible editing. That's it's true. like stitched together of like Frankenstein of a movie. This was
0: not edited badly,
2: I think at least. And then national security is just shorter. <laughs> so That's it's like I can fair. less miserable because I am spending less time with it. Fair enough. <laughs>
0: I respect that decision. Um for for me, those two films go up. Above this in my displeasure for them, I guess, if that makes sense. So like if we were making like a top ten list or whatnot, like Transformers would be in there maybe. Uh maybe like the whole franchise, but they wouldn't be worse
2: <laughs> than like those two films. That's fair. Your national security is is like a nightmare as well. It's like shocking.
1: Okay, I gotta ask a question similar to this to Caleb. So Caleb, uh Revenge of the Fallen or Um Exorcist 2. Ooh. Too. <laughs> no oh, is that better or worse better okay <laughs>
2: okay better.
3: so better
1: <laughs> i'm movies. not even sure wow.
2: a thousand times but like i said this is one of the in my opinion one of the worst movies i've ever seen that's oh fair gosh like it's unwatchable for me i i just cannot stand it <laughs> i'll take last jedi over this any day of the week oh my
0: oh
1: no 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 i would no no <laughs> no no, 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 no. Because oh, no, because
0: my goodness.
1: because that that no, 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 no. <laughs> that movie is so much more apocryphal.
0: Yeah, that's. I mean, like as a guy who loves the first three tri- films, like man, what are you?
2: Okay, I hate, I hate that film. I can sit through it. I cannot sit through this. No, movie. Okay, okay no, that's, no. that's
0: fine. But that movie is much more apocryphal. That much more damaging. Actually, I see your viewpoint. No, no, no. Okay, no, I, he makes sense. No, he, he's he's got it right because it doesn't have any. It has bad. Dialogue and it has awkward jokes, but it doesn't have crude humor oh, like this. That's, no, 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 That's not no, why he's right. I hate last Jedi. That's no, not why right. I hate Last Jedi. I still wouldn't sit through that film though. Because uh-huh. I, I can at least press mute on some things for the action scene. Because I can at least see the action scenes and not listen to the sound, even though the sound is important. Don't get me
2: wrong. The sound is very oh, important. Oh no, no. Yeah, I mean th- this this should tell you something. I I'll sit through any movie that we review all the way through before we do it. I couldn't do it this time. I had to turn it off before the climax started. I was like, I, "I'm done. I just cannot watch any more of this." I'm gonna,
0: I'm gonna go back to this one day. I'm gonna watch it with no subtitles and mute. I wonder if that'll make a difference. So maybe I'll tell you guys about that, how I feel about that, because I want to try that. Jedi's worse
1: because that's a movie that me as a fan I'm supposed to take seriously. This I don't have to take seriously in any shape or form. So it's it's fine, whatever. If, if if it's offense or whatever, because I don't have to take it seriously. Revenge of the fallen. But Jedi is is I have to, I'm supposed to take it serious and it, it fucks everything up. Um, yep. more than it's worse. It's worse. It's worse. It's worse because it's supposed to matter. This is not worse because it's not supposed
2: to matter in, in my world of movies. I was even gonna mention when I when I walked out of this this movie, uh, I like I said, I felt like an alien. I couldn't believe that, that the audience gave a standing ovation. I felt absolutely like repulsed by the movie I'd seen. The only other time I walked out of a theater feeling a similar way was Last Jedi. I don't know if you remember Isaac. I like immediately had to find a chair once we walked to the theater. (laughs) Yeah, you were. (laughs) I feel like I got punched in the gut. Yeah, that was something else. Um,
0: Especially my reaction. I I was still confused in a state of shock, like on Jedi.
1: Like, Like it took some time for it to really sink in.
0: Yeah, it's like halfway through the movie. Yeah, at, for le- me. at least for me, yeah, at least for me, there's the Transformers to look at in this film, so I could turn my brain off with the human stuff. Um, so I guess that's where I get by. Whereas, like with Last Jedi, I don't know if you can turn your brain off or not. Maybe you
2: can. I don't know.
0: I try.
1: It's hard
2: for that one. Yeah, I feel like if you turn, yeah, I don't think you get anything out of it if you turn your brain off.
1: I mean, I, I even have to take off, turn off my brain for for um rise of skywalker but at least it's still much easier to get through though
2: than uh last Jedi. but thanks again uh isaac and thank you eric for coming on for your first of these transformers uh shows it was uh yeah it was something
0: but <laughs> i'm looking forward to the other films it was diverse let's put it that way we had yeah, diverse opinions, diverse opinions. This.
2: absolutely thank you for that
0: No, that's fair. And, you know, everybody can decide. And maybe they have other opinions. And that's what diversity is. Different opinions and backgrounds. So thank you, ladies and gentlemen, those in between. And remember, uh, if you're in the desert and there's white sand everywhere and you come across a matrix of leadership, which is made out of the white sand. Does that make you the king of the world or not? No. Probably not. Because remember authoritarians can never be trusted even (laughs) people in charge till next time
1: And it's kind of funny, uh, he's, uh, I don't know how much you know, like if you watch him in special features making his movies, he um, he's, he's kind of belligerent, like he cusses at his cast and crew a lot. Oh no. Uh, but not like oh, some crazy crotchy old man, but he's just like, he gets really mad, like when his camera guys don't shoot the right thing. And he shoots a lot of it firsthand himself, mm-hmm. but when his guys, his crew guys... Stan, what are you doing? Like he's like you're shot. You're you missed. What? Let's do it again. I want it in the left of frame. What are you looking at? And he's and he'll be like, "What the fuck, guys?" Oh, because there's parts where like the the pyro guys screw them screw up certain explosions and stuff like that. What the fuck is going on? Like, what are you guys doing?
0: Oh my! Like, you are
1: you're gonna like kill somebody? Like, holy shit! Oh dear! Come on! He's like, let's get it together. Like, he, he's like that. Like throughout, like the making. My favorite he, kind of boss. He's a man of passion. I'm telling you, like Christian Bale or,
2: <laughs> or uh, yeah, uh, James Cameron. That or yeah, it,
1: like there's these parts where he's like talking to one of his consultants, and he just he's like rubbing his face like uncomfortably and. I was like oh oh uh, michael's he's he's upset you can tell oh shit all right get ready or tom uh, cruise don't know don't know what's happening but you can tell he's pissed now all right everybody get ready <laughs> there's a lot of that oh but just end this good stuff <laughs>